Yo, what is up, folks? Welcome to the Smoking Tire Podcast. I'm Matt Farah, your host, kinda. And uh, this episode is brought to you by Continental Belts. Listen, belts are not something you think about, but belts can really be important. If one of them breaks, you could have a real problem. And when you want to replace your belt, you want to replace it with a good belt. So you want to think about Continental Belts. They're OE and tens of millions of Chrysler, Dodge, Ford, and GM vehicles that roll off the assembly line. And if you don't know what OE means, that means original equipment. It means that's what your car comes with, and typically that's what you want to put back in it. They're also OE on the majority of BMWs and Volkswagens. Now Continental is launching the aftermarket multi-V belt with the OE pedigree. It's their OE technology series, belts that are fanatically engineered for perfect fit, form, and function. And Continental has an OE technology series multi-V belt for 98% of the vehicles on the road in the U.S. And Canada. You get enough surprises working on cars and trucks. Don't let the belts be one of them. Make a belt check part of your service. And if you need a new one, go with the Continental OE Technology Series Multi V Belt, the belt with the OE pedigree. Get the full story at OETechnologySeries.com. We're also brought to you by Migliori Luxury Car Care Products. I'm getting very good at saying that name. Migliori is known for making the best of the best when it comes to car care. Their product line is handmade and poured right here in the USA in Connecticut. Migliori's Strata Coating is a ceramic coating treatment you can easily apply yourself. It adds a ton of gloss, lasts over a year, and keeps your car looking great for longer in between washes. It's extremely hydrophobic, meaning water just sheets right off it, making maintenance so much easier, especially if you're not a mud bogger and your car just gets kind of dusty from uh, from being around or sitting in the garage or uh, only occasional driving. Strata's got over a hundred positive reviews on Amazon. Check them out. And with spring around the corner, you can use code TST at checkout to get Migliori Wax uh, for 10% off their coatings. Yeah, buddy. 10% off at M-I-G-L-I-O-R-E Wax.com. Migliori Wax.com. 10% off with code TST. I got you covered. And uh, lastly, but certainly not leastly, just use it this morning. I'm looking good. It's the Brio Beardscape. This thing is a horsepower machine. Got a fresh battery charge, and now I'm good for another year. It's got not, it's it's a big battery. Battery, but the the beardscape's not big. It's normal size buzzer, but like this has got it's got like some freak show battery in it that lasts a long time. It's got like nuclear waste juice in there or something. I hope it's not like plutonium that's just decaying in there. But with the length the battery lasts, it could be. If it if I my face turns green. That's why, but it probably won't. The Beardscape is amazing. Uh, it's got really sharp blades. They cut through my thick, uh, partially Syrian and part Jewish beard hair. That's some thick beard hair, man. It's like tree trunks in there. You need like a hedger for trimming my face, but uh, the Beardscape's got me covered. It's light. It's portable. It comes with a bunch of attachments. Even its little cleaner outer brush is a high-quality cleaner outer brush. I like that. The ceramic top blade stays sharp uh, longer than stainless steel. I've had no problems with that. And uh, pretty much everything about it's good. Not even kidding. <laughs> I really do like it. Go to brio4life.com. That's B-R-I-O, the number four, life.com, and use code SMOKING. I got the cheapest price for you on the internet direct from them. brio4life.com, and code SMOKING has got you covered. Are we gonna re re screw? 
Yeah, I'm going to move it a little bit. Uh, well, this is going to be the show if we can get the bottle open. While you're trying this, yeah. I think I'm just going to say that this is the Smoke Entire Podcast with Marco Girassi. <laughs> Hello. What's up? Not much, man. How are you? How you doing? Uh, Marco is a second generation air-cooled specialista. TLG Auto, North Hollywood, and uh, first generation barista, <laughs> or uh, I should say uh, sommelier. God, MacGyver here. What is the, the this bottle that you were going through all this effort for? A bottle of Justin Isosceles. Oh, oh, just that fucking sounds good. It is very good. It's, Justin, wor it's worth the effort. Justin's one of those um, wineries where you're like, it's called Justin. What is he? What does that even mean? And then you're like, it's, it's how name. much a bottle? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Okay. It's the dude's name. He's the. Uh, well, and here you go with, um, is that a craftsman? <laughs> I think you got a, oh, Jesus. Oh, yes, Marco! Booyaka Shawagwan! <laughs> Let's drink, yeah. Let's fucking drink! Yeah, right. Here, let it I'm not really supposed to be drinking. Should we decant this into, like, a fucking Adam's polished right. bucket or I something? Think, I think you're... <laughs> you want to decant it into what? I'm just mug? asking for trouble at this point. Do we have a oh, third glass here or what? I have to be Whatever. perfectly honest. I forgot about Tim. No worries. In our, in our quest for glassware... Tim, there, do you want a? There's a small mug. Do you want a uh, bring a coffee mug? I'll, hey, hey, Justin, Dude. service. <laughs> Garcon, Timmy, Timmy's brother's in the house. Um, I'm not even really supposed to be drinking. Th what this is, is worth it. It, it probably no, it is. You'll I knew it was. Pass. I knew it pass. would be, but I'm, because it's thank ten you. days to the wedding, you'll and I'm trying pass. to thank you, Justin. I'm trying to be uh, uh, trimmer like Timmy. I got. I'm not. I don't need to lose weight. I just want. You know. You, you get that fucking win, man. It's you win. get that ego and that head on you. Yeah. I mean, you've been doing so well, right? Um. I mean, with like. The I did whole super well the second half of last year, and then February was like my bachelor party plus a ton of other travel, and it completely uh -huh. fucking ruined me. And now I'm like most of the way back. I'm 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 gonna get there. It's all good. I should probably put the. the I got on. this. Uh, this is the ill suit from this place, Groom's Grotto. Shout out to Nick at Groom's Grotto. It's got the 911 interior. I saw that. Fuck, it's hot. All right, there we go. There he is. How you feeling? I'm, he on the mic. Short. <laughs> How's your headphones? Okay. Oh yeah, headphones? my headphones are fine. Cool. Yeah. Why not? Yama. Um, no yeah, so uh, old job is getting ready, married. Yeah. You just had a baby. Thank you, Concert. I did. Oh yeah. Like hey, what? Cheers. 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 How old is he? Are you still measuring in fucking what? Are we we're in weeks, right? We're in weeks. Yeah. She uh, she came to us. Let's see, January sixteenth. She came to us. Yeah. She she joined us a little early. <laughs> you're gonna be like you're like poetic. Well, I mean, you know, she arrived. I can tell that's gonna be good, but it does need to sit for like five minutes. I think. Notice I'm not rushing into. No, it. the good shit usually does. Yeah. Um, how many weeks are we at? Uh. 12? 12? Yesterday, okay, yeah. yesterday was 12. That's still weeks. Something. I don't know. That's still weak. That's such a terrible photo, but it, I love it. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, that's your fan. That's I mean, huh? that's that's your motor. Oh, is that? Yeah. yeah. Oh, how, that's cute. Yeah. That so. is cute. Um, yo, let me ask you something. Hmm. How do you make such a fucking nice engine? What, what? do you mean? My engine is delightful now. It's good? Yeah, it's fucking snappy and happy. All right, there you go. It's not doing the stall thing anymore. It take it, The warm-up is fat, like it's fast now. Now it's like, you know, it idles like garbage for like, Two I minutes. don't know, maybe. I think it's probably, yeah, I think I, it, it feels like longer, but mm -hmm. if I actually timed it, it would probably be like not the length of, 
you know, Welcome to the Jungle. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be the first part of Welcome to the Jungle. Which, if you're my neighbor, not. is basically what it sounds like when I fucking start that car. Uh, because the neighbors. pitch of it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's got this specific, and I think not all 911s, but like definitely all modified 911s have that pitch mm-hmm. where where it it's almost like a like the muffler's like a bass tube in sort in a way where it like the frequency has a carry to it. Well, that particular muffler, you know, that twin out sport that muffler. Yeah. That's that da- that hot dance shit. It is. It's good. It's <laughs> it good. It barks, man. It is good. It's, it's got very, some good very nice. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you're happy with it. That was the whole point, right? Good fucking engine. Yeah. Yeah, I think it is. Uh, yeah. How much power do you think that thing actually makes? I don't know. I bet it's like, I bet it's like 220 at the wheels. I was gonna say, it's like two something, low twos at at the wheels. I had a, I had that 720S for three days. Cheating. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, definitely. (laughs) But... I, I, you know, to go back to the Porsche, it's like it was like driving a dump truck <laughs> after a seven twenty. Because to have a seven twenty is to like to live in a world with less air resistance. Yeah, you know right. what I mean. It's like you get to, it's like driving in space. Uh, well, I mean, the thing is, what forty years newer almost. Yeah. Like, I mean, hopefully it's a lot better. You know, that's kind of where oh I'm yeah, at. it's better, but it, but but it's not uh, it's not cheery. In the way no, of the it's nine eleven is very cheery. Yeah, the a good face. It's exciting to drive a 911, even slow, because like now yeah. technically they qualify as slow cars. Dude, this car, mm-hmm. I get I the, the I get the approval of the widest variety uh, uh from the widest variety of people. Well, like I had like a little old lady the other day be like, "I love your car." Did she say because she loves the color? No, she just said she said I like everything oh, about it, and I was like, cool. I was like, it's a fun color, right? She's like, the color's gorgeous. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, I mean, we all have told you that. So well, you should know that by I now. I do know. No, I do right. know. But, but, also, she, but, but when a little old lady is excited to see it. Well, it makes people happy. Yeah. You know, what I've found in my travels, <laughs> I've had really cool motorcycles and I've had really cool cars. So I've had Ducat, Ducatis and all that stuff. And th- those motorcycles make everybody happy. And everybody has a story about a Ducati. Either that but they they're own. They're all important stories about crashing one. Well, no. I mean, I had some crazy old Italian woman come up to me in a gas station and ask me for a ride. She had mm. to be in her seventies, and she wanted to go for a ride because it in reminded her of her childhood. In the seventy-seven, yeah. I had a sex with a Nicky Lauda on the back of a Ducati. <laughs> <laughs> My car is a piece of shit. <laughs> That's the best scene. But anyway, like when oh, he's like mobbing that Julia. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, so it's, there's that, like the Ducati and like the motorcycle thing, but also the Porsche. Everybody has a Porsche story. You go to fill your car up with gas, and you're having a conversation. Yeah, they're they're ubiquitous. They've been everywhere for so long, and they're basically unchanged. So, but the off-road tires really confuse a lot of people. Well, that's yeah. that's like that's the fun part because people are like, "What the fuck is this guy doing?" Like, first it's "What the fuck is this guy doing?" And then he's like, "Hang on, that's awesome." Did you take the snow tires off yet and put the yeah. other ones back on? Dude, that, Vinny Russo is the best housemate in the history because I went on a filming trip. I think it was to drive the, the Sherp, mm-hmm. and I literally came back, and not only were my summer tires put back on my car. I didn't ask. I didn't want. I don't ever want this shit, but my, my tires switched back. There are racks installed on my garage wall, and the snow tires are hung on the wall, and one of my bicycles is, like, moved over to make this happen. Like, 
He put time and energy yeah, into man. it. Completely on that. Rent goes a long way. That's why huh? <laughs> I said rent goes a long Free way. Free rent does go a long way, but I appreciate the fuck out of it. He told me he was going to do it. I'm like, dude, that's crazy. He's like, well, I, I'm like, he's like, I don't want to be a bum house guest. I'm like, yeah. all right. <laughs> and how he has the cleanest 08 Cayenne on the planet. That's a nice car. I know. He's, he's going to sell it because he's putting like, he has a sick 08 Cayenne GTS and he, uh, Marco just did brakes on it. But it's got, I think it's 110,000 miles or 100, 100. You'd never know. No, no, it's mega yeah, clean. You'd never know. And he's really obsessive about it. He gets a detail a lot. And uh, but uh, <laughs> sounds like me and Mike. But 06. he treats it like it's like a like it's a, like a Carrera RS or something. Like he's worried about putting miles on it, and like so he's getting he's getting a beater. Well, didn't for, he get like a Q something? Or yeah, he got this 99 Q45. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty fresh. It's the T, <laughs> so it has the limited slip diff, and it had oh, the nice. it had the um the adaptive suspension, which from 99 like right. But the shocks were all blown out. So and, he put coilovers uh, on it. So he put coilovers on it, and yeah, there it is. And it's actually, dude, it's oh, it's dude, pretty sweet. Oh, so good. Like it's definitely in hindsight, like it's definitely not as nice as an LS, like our Lexus LS, eh. but. It's not bad. I, I like the Infinity product, especially not from bad. the '90s. They're pretty good. I like that M40. That the first M45, M45 oh. was rad. It we talked really about. Didn't good. we talk about that last show? Why are we always talking about that M45? Because it was that. Because it was that awesome. The second generation of that car was garbage. Because it looked just like the oh the, the bulbousy one. Well, so the first one looked like a muscle car almost. Well, right? the first one was basically a, a Japanese market vehicle with the steering wheel on the left and an Infinity badge instead of a Nissan badge. Okay. Like they pretty much sold that car as was in Japan. But it was a big V8, yeah. like touring sedan. Yeah, but it, right? it was a Nissan, not an Infiniti, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then when they remodeled it and they gave it the facelift, it just looked like every other yeah. Infiniti Q yeah. or, or uh, G car that they were selling. So it's just like, blah. They had a point, Infiniti, like, what, 07, 08, where the G37 was really was really hot. Yeah. The G, every Guido had a G37 coupe oh, yes. with the factory forged wheels. Mm -hmm. And the wah. You know? Oh, the muffler. <laughs> that made no performance, but yeah, sounded yeah. really good. Yeah, but it went wah. <laughs> and, then, and then everyone got the FXs. Like, when the yep. FX did the wah, everybody was like, oh, shit. Is that a Z? <laughs> no, it's a shoe. Wah. And <laughs> Infinity was, like, really up. It was on the roll. And now... The fuck you want to buy from them? I just got a Q50. <laughs> did you? Yeah, you yeah, bought yeah. one. I did. What? And because, you drove a Volkswagen here? Well, yeah. Well, the, oh, this is such a fucking nightmare. So, what, all right. What, well, wait, so, you bought a Q50, and I did. I bought a Q50, and a week later, somebody broke into it and stole the battery and broke the Come plastic. On. I'm telling you, it's is it the news? We don't we don't keep anything in it. We don't keep anything in it, and so they broke into the car to steal something, and there was nothing to steal, so they stole whatever wasn't nailed down. Like the, they smashed the window and shit. No, they had like this little electrical beeper thing. I saw it on my camera or whatever, <gasps> and I caught them doing it. They fucking air remoted into the car, mm -hmm. so they didn't like break in. They nope. like hacked in. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Terrible. Terrible. Do you think where was it parked on the street by your house? Mm -hmm. Do you think they were hovering around when you or someone else locked it and they captured the signal? No, I watched I watched the video. They walked by like three or four times just beeping on this oh. thing. It's so like it must have a signal just scrambler like, or something. Yeah, frequency tester or something Whatever. like that. Oh, so, that I mean, I love the car. And the reason we got it, we looked at a bunch of different things, but I got a, a Pathfinder, a 2004 Pathfinder uh -huh. with like 200,000 miles. It's my daily shop truck. Yeah. Everybody drives it, needs nothing, just runs. And if that's the product... Like, I'm going to go with it. And so my buddy had a G37, mm -hmm. same thing, 200,000 miles, bulletproof, hasn't given him yeah. any trouble, and that's his second G car. 
So I'm like, yeah, you know, for the price. Okay. To get into, you know, a $50,000 car, it's substantially less than that. Is there a little, little cashish on the hood? There was a lot. Dude, they were giving these things <laughs> Are away. they? They had- they Should had, I add it to Hannah's list? Dude, you really should. There's <laughs> two, they had, uh, they were stocked, what is it? I got a 19. <clears throat> they had 17s. They had 30 17s. 2017s. They had 30 of them. Jesus. Unsold. In the lot. They could, They can't move them. So they're yeah. giving these things away. Well, they must because the second you drive it off the lot, they're worth half what they're what the MSR. We don't own it. <laughs> oh, you are lease. I on? took well, I, yeah, I took a lease on it's it. It's actually kind of a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. do you, do you think? Do you think all the fluids are like sludge in a seventeen? You instantly I mean, have to service. It. They're zero miles. They're all zero yeah, miles. Just, even if they're sitting, nah, yeah, I mean, whatever. Dude, it's all all that. It's all brand synthetic. new synthetic warranty. Yeah. Okay. They well, can't the, give them away. Did you get the the turbo motor, like the the big motor, yeah, yeah, the, the red sport or whatever mm, it is? No, I didn't go that crazy. We got the, the twin turbo motor, right? We got the twin turbo six. It's the sport model, but not motor? the red one. Is it a good motor? So far, it seems to be pretty baller. Oh. Yeah, it goes goes like hell. I mean, look. It's, All right, I want the four four later. Rear wheel drive. Yeah. What other cars, brand new or front engine rear wheel drive? I mean, that are three series. Never, never gonna own a Beamer. <clears throat> can't do it. Okay. Can't Cadillac ATS. Not, Not that I'm suggesting you. This is for my wife. All right. So it's got to be like C class. Eh, I looked at that. E class. Didn't, didn't drive the same. Okay. I didn't like the drive. Okay. No. I don't care. Hey, if you if you drove in like I wasn't specific, when I said Infinity was fucking fucked. I didn't. I wasn't trying to imply a bash no. a specific car, but like I'm good with it. Their product line is incredibly confusing. And I don't know bland. what anything is. It's bland. And a lot of it is really old. It's bland. Yeah. But it's good. It's it's a good <clears throat> long termer. Like product sure. that I can rely on. That's what I'm looking for. All right. I don't want to buy another car for a long time. Okay. So, so why'd you lease it? Because it was easier to get into it if you leased uh, it, and they were working more, better deals. I mean, it was just all numbers. All right. You know, it's a numbers game. Okay. To get where I want to get. You okay, gotta do man. What you you do. did the math. I don't know. Eh. Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, thanks for the hookup on the watch, homie. Pretty good, right? You could have kept it for yourself. I would have never. I would have never found this person. That's not me. I can't plug where I bought it because it's not my sponsor. But they're okay with that. Yeah. Uh, and I was pleased with the purchase. They, they've done good for a couple <clears throat> of my friends. They got yeah. my buddy of mine got a fifty-five twelve out of there. Mm, uh oh. Twenty percent. Audience, everyone, earmuffs, watches. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it was like twenty percent below market. Uh, no, this dude was great. He, yeah. he took me. He traded for my IWC, and it was it was all all coach mm. overnight shipping. Yep, it was. I was very pleased with the purchase, and uh, I made a lo- for those watch nerds out there. I had an IWC Big Pilot Perpetual Calendar, <laughs> which is a lovely watch, but it's like the size of a fucking hockey puck. It's huge. <laughs> it's really big. It's like a forty-four. It's 46? a forty-five millimeter, and it's like I think it's like it's very thick. It's probably ten millimeters thick, and um, complication, man. Yeah, very complicated. It it counted um, the day date month, year, and did all the leap years and shit um, for the next four, uh, 400 years. Yeah, it, was, it was crazy, <laughs> but the, which which is amazing. It's like an amazing thing, but I, I got this safe to keep all my watches in because I started getting uncomfortable. Uh, there's like people who do things in my house or whatever, and we have parties, whatever. I just got the safe, but... I had to keep this one in a watch winder, mm-hmm. and it, I was just always seeing it not in the safe, and it's a really expensive watch. It was my most expensive watch, and I wasn't wearing it that much because in the winter, it's so f- huge, you can't wear it under a long sleeve shirt, <laughs> and so I was just not wearing it and staring at this thing spinning in the winder and going insane, and so lateral maneuver out of that into a solid gold 1994 
Rolex Submariner yeah. with a rare black dial that Marco found and suggested, and he was fucking right. The black wore, one is better than the blue one. I wore it on Sunday to Bill's, and Spike was like, what is that? Did you it's tell him that I found it? I okay, did, and, and he, said right. it's, he said that right there is the perfect watch. Yep. And I think it matches my arm hair perfectly. <laughs> the golden and gorilla. It doesn't matter what I'm wearing, because the arm hair goes with every outfit, too. <laughs> Why do you even need a long sleeve shirt, man? But I think, I think I might, I think I'm cashing out of all the big bezels. I think I'm done. What do you mean, I, I big think, bezels? I think I'm cutting it off at 44 millimeter. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and no, no more big watches, because I... So what are you going to do with your Nixon? Nixon, <laughs> Vinny Roos, you know, Vinny loves his Nixons. Sorry. Vinny's got a collection of Nixons. Of course, he doesn't. He doesn't care. I, he loves them shits. He's so <laughs> Gulf Coast, Florida, that he loves his giant fucking Nixon watches. I'm just busting your chops. Man. Yeah, I can't. I, what anything, are you wearing today? That's uh, an old sub. It's yeah, sixteen eight hundred. Very nice. Yeah, it's a pretty Leather good strap. one. I, it, what I wanted about this, what I liked about this, was that you get the sapphire crystal, mm -hmm. and so you actually get a waterproof watch yeah. that you can use, but you get the matte dial. I can't and, uh, and a quick set date. I, can't, I dude, no without, more acrylic uh, acrylic crystals. I'm, I'm fine with that, but the problem is the lack of a quick set date. I I don't wear all my watches all the time. Oh yeah, and so, so you don't want to. <laughs> it's like oh my god. And so, I, so like I got a 1665 that I traded for a car. <laughs> Did it really? Yes. Nice. And and like good I don't wear good it. Good car? Yeah, it was a good car. I liked it. I liked that car. In fact, I wish I'd had the car back at this point. What I just, was the car? Uh, it was a 75911. Oh, damn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How long ago was this? Like about a year or so. Oh, okay. I mean, I don't it wasn't It's just, not like you stayed in like, you know, 2004. It's like shit. No, 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 no. No, no. But the thing is like I don't I don't wear it because it's a pain in the ass. Mm -hmm. And so I don't get the joy out of it. It's the same I, thing with cars. It's a lack if of joy. An, a, a, if the car is annoying to deal with, you don't drive it, and then that just makes it more annoying to deal with because it sits longer. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And you know, I wear my watch two or three hours a day because I don't wear oh, it while I work. You take it off yeah. to work. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to like go banging it. You into don't have a, a work watch. No, I can't. I don't wear a belt. And I don't wear a watch while I work. Well, that's a good idea. Yeah. No. No, no belt. Scratches. No belt is obvious. Do you have? What about a detailer's belt? Have you seen those? Mm -hmm. Would they have the leather on the yeah, outside? I've seen them. I Them's just, good. Why don't you just get pants that fit? <laughs> Bro, I wear pants that fit. The belt is when you're bending down and but, shit. You yeah, don't but I don't need the accessories, man. Over the course of the day, the belt doesn't. The pants don't stretch out a little bit. No, really? Well, I mean, they do. Issue? But like, is I, this only an issue because I'm fat? No, I <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Am I the only one with this problem, dude? The Cintas no! guy. No, the Cintas guy upsized me. Okay, oh, this, yeah. <laughs> Cintas. The Cintas you know, guy said I you're had fat. To I had to re refile my paperwork with Cintas. It was really depressing. <laughs> Did you? Oh, dude. No, no, no. Oh, you doing me? Fuck you. I was doing a you. I was doing a you there. No, it was, uh, it, it was, it was embarrassing. He busted my chops hard. He's like, so look, we're talking about your pants not fitting here, right? And I go, yeah. He goes, well, we have them made in different countries and stuff. And I was like, right. So the ones made in Mexico really fit, but the ones from Haiti, they don't fit. He goes, listen, just get a bigger size. And I'm like, what are you calling me fat? He says, yes, I am. But I'm doing it for your own like, good. Listen, I'm five foot seven and a half. <laughs> You're really dude, dwelling dude, I stepped on the scales at the track the other day. I was at, we were at were you corner balancing yourself? I was trying. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put it this way. I need to lose weight. Yeah, it's, it's pretty driver bad. mod. Driver mod for yeah. sure. I, I don't know if I'll I set you up with my trainer. I don't know if I even fit in my suit head. anymore. 
Well, that's not good. That's getting a new driver's good. suit's bad. Yeah. That happened to me once yeah. in about 2011. I had to get a new driver's suit. I was like, oh, this is so bad. Yeah, it's the sausage casing. You don't want to yeah. burst the casing. And like, you know, if you've got like a racing seat, like a hard a hard shell, you know, kind of seat, when mm-hmm. you you can tell if you're fat or not, you know, when you compared to when you bought your seat. That's a real... <laughs> that's where I'm at. Yeah. My Corvette used to be, in, and the Mustang were indicators of whether or how I was doing. Um, this is good wine, man. Very well, good. I'm what's it called? Like Justin it. what? Did I set enough? What, yeah, okay, I couldn't see the what's port. The, what's the yeah. actual? It's um, isosceles. Isosceles. Yeah, it's a 2015. Yeah, it's also a uh, a triangle. Yeah, I got, <clears> the, uh, I got the new shipment coming, so I figure I better burn one. Oh, are you on the Justin of the month club? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, not the month. Uh, it's like quarterly or whatever. Or Justin, seasonal. Justin quarterly? Yes. Mm-hmm. I send you two. two, two Brian Grazer's in that club, too. It's no great. What? It's great, man. I can't make a pedophile joke. Damn. No. Okay. <laughs> Not going to do it. Not in here? All no. right. Fine. Let, you, let that one slide. <sighs> All right. So anyway. Here's the question. Yeah. I get, by far, the most consistent car buying question I get involves 996s in the twenty to $30,000 range. Should okay. anybody buy one of those? Oh, that's a tough question. <clears throat> I like the 996. So I say it, you buy the best one you can buy um, in the 20 to 30 range. I mean, what can you buy for 20 to 30? Probably like I, 2000, I, 2001, maybe an 02. Yeah, maybe. I mean, look, here's the deal. I, this month, I had three that needed motors. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but that said, once you do the motor, car's done. Like, it really doesn't need much else. But isn't a motor $20,000? No. How much is a motor? All in, installed, and everything with a new clutch, and it was like fifteen. Oh, it is? Yeah. But still, if you buy a $25,000 car and you need a $15,000 engine pretty soon, that sucks balls. Well, maybe. <laughs> that sucks but real big I think balls. No, some, I know someone else that that happened to. Yeah, but yeah. you know what? <laughs> Vinny Russo was, in my, was at the crib last night, and guess what he found? A fucking car, just like mine, for sale for $65,000. Of course. And I paid thirty. Six for mine, right? So okay, now I'm still below market price. Apparently, yeah. Oh, you're year, doing two just years fine. later. I'm you're fine. fine yeah. I got mildly fucked. Yes, I did. Well, I don't know if you got fucked. You just kind of <clears throat> got eighty-seven, nine, eleven, bro. But but <laughs> I know? got no. I did, but in my very specific circumstance, I saw it as part of a bigger mm. thing. Mm-hmm. Like everything, I put all that other money into that car because I wanted to drive it for like a long time. Right. And so like, all right, I had to eat this dick and get this motor, so be it. That's still, I saw that as part of the greater build. Yeah. If I, if the end result of me spending 25 grand and then another 15 and a new motor was a stock 996, I'd be fucking fuming pissed. Uh, okay, fair <laughs> enough. But some, but you know, I see them as very good cars. I mean, the air works, the heat works, power windows, power brakes. It's pretty low baseline. No, they, they handle well. They're, they drive well. You know, they're grand touring cars. To me, they're okay, but they're not race cars. They're not I, fun cars. That's, that's a gamble. I'm not trying to take. I don't know. I mean, what can you get for forty grand? Because that's because that's your buy-in, right? So you're in for you're in for twenty-five plus another fifteen. So you're in at forty. What else is out there in 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 the forty thousand dollar Porsche range that <clears throat> oh, you for Porsche? Yeah, not, yeah not much. Right? No, not much. <clears throat> but so, still, I don't know. Uh, you know, the the best. Not, like, I don't want to say the worst 996 is as good as the best Boxster because that's not true. But like, no, I, the best Boxster can be really fucking yeah, good. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I had I had a couple I really yeah, loved. There's and some of those that are fucking you know pretty what the badass. Best, you know what the best Boxster I ever had was hmm. a 2000 base with a five speed and a, a 2.7 liter motor. Why? Because you couldn't kill it. 
It, the motor was so overbuilt, it went 180,000 miles, and I changed it because it was old, not because it was and, broken. Oh, the 2.5 is the bad motor, the right? The 2.5 is what they used, is what they race with. Yeah. So mine was a 2.7, and I, ha- and I, I bought a 2.9 from a friend of mine, you know? And best it was boxer I ever drove had a best. fucking coyote motor in the back of it, and yeah. drove like a Daytona prototype. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was the most obnoxious vehicle on the planet, but it had air conditioning. I like stock shit. I mean, that's, you know. Oh, it tends to work. Yeah. It tends to work. Yeah, and when it breaks, and, it, and modified stuff, is you always have to compromise something to modify, whether it's MVH or whatever it is, you know. Yeah. There's nothing free. I don't know. I mean, the if someone is dying to get a 911 and all they have is 20 grand, don't buy a 911. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, yeah. The, the problem with Boxsters, when they first came out, and the problem with, with most entry-level vehicles of any kind is that people blow their wad buying the car, and they got yeah. no money left to fix it. And so those cars suffer from lack of maintenance or abuse or, with all due respect to people who buy them, ignorance of ownership. They yeah. don't realize that, yeah, okay, so the car was affordable, but the services are not, right? So, like, you can get into a $20,000, you know, 996, but an oil change is 300 bucks. Yeah, yeah. You know? I mean, you know, brakes are Porsche brakes. They, they cost money. And so don't be... Uh, you know, don't be naive in mm. thinking that you're going to get an oil change at Jiffy Lube for 20 bucks. You probably shouldn't get an oil change at Jiffy Lube, You would period. be surprised who does. Yeah. I had a guy I'm not the, surprised, uh, but you shouldn't. No, I would, no, I would <laughs> never. I wouldn't, I wouldn't take a rental car there. I, well, maybe I would. But. I saw a commercial today for a tire store that was a national chain, but I'm not going to say who it was. Mm. Um, and they were advertising four... Four new top tier tires, whatever it was, and the tire they mentioned was two men. The two tires they mentioned were literally companies I have never heard of. Nanking. It wasn't even. It wasn't even. It was Federal. Like, no, beyond. Keep going. Really? Yeah. Oh, it was man. like uh, Jay's Peak tires. Like what? What the fuck is that? I got top tier, man. Don't even know. It's the top tier of the upside down pyramid. The top tier. <laughs> no, it's it's terrible. Um, speaking of tires, I've got my. Uh, my dad, when he passed away, left behind two 911s, right? 172, 173. One is a, be- is a beige gray 72 that um, he built to go like luxury touring, right? So it's got a Carrera motor and trans, like your car. Mm. It has, um, you know, air conditioning, factory air, front cooler, all the bells and whistles, mm-hmm. electric windows, rear wiper, the whole thing. And so he and my mom would go and travel with that car. And he had this other car, 73, that's like a straight up hot rod, right? It had an old race motor in it that he had been holding on for 30 years. Tim, I think there's pictures of it like right on the front of Marco's Instagram if you had that. <clears throat> it's the blue car. Uh, Isn't that it right there? The one Top on right? Top right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you it's know. nice. So anyway, um, I've been driving this car on Toyos, R888s. Yeah. Those buzzy bastards. They're loud as fuck, They yeah. suck. You yeah. can't even see out of the mirrors, right? Yeah. But they're great at the they're racetrack. They're sticky, but they're really loud. They were on my Skyline, yeah, too. I it was hate them. Yeah. So I've been, I was, I've been chasing Pat Long. About tires, because mm-hmm. he saw the car and we talked, and he's telling me the scene. What CN- does he know, bro? Yeah, right. So, 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 so I call this guy, right? So we're talking, and and I ask him, "What do you think?" And he says, "CN thirty six, you know, which is the Pirelli." Oh, okay. I've, the, I've actually never heard of that before. Okay, is so that a, vin- a Pirelli vintage? It's tire? a vintage tire that they've remanufactured with all new compounds. Oh, and- so it's like what I use on my Lambo. Yeah. I have a P7 that's exactly. a brand new rubber compound, but it looks like the old tire. Exactly. That was the same shit on it's that? Same shit. Oh, cool. For, so, so Porsche. I wonder if they use the same rubber. Well, I don't know. Do you think they have a new compound that they use for all their vintage styles, or do you think they 
I, I don't know. That would but, be I mean, it would be one. cool. To, it would be cool to find that mm-hmm. out. I never even I never considered it. But P sevens are an option. P six thousands, CN thirty six, and Michelin's got the XWX, which is a trash can. Um, <clears throat> so anyway, so I'm talking to Pat. And I'm asking him about tires, and he's like, "Oh, you should put the 18570 on the front." And we, I'm like, "Well, Pat, you know that's a tall tire." And I go, "I'm not really sure about you know sidewall flex." And he goes, "You know, I'm a race car driver, right?" <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, "Dunked don't, on yeah, me, man. Don't, don't question." Oh. Just, I was like, "Yes, I understand. That's why I'm asking you for your opinion." Yeah. You know. And so he starts breaking down tire tech, and it was like the most enlightening conversation yeah. that I had in a long time about slip angle and you know when you when you feel the tire grip and slip and feedback and all the things and he's like just trust me that's a good tire you so. you saying that one sentence we lost half our audience though. <laughs> that's what, what t- people are so fucking bored dude, of tires just it's 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 a very it's, it's such an interesting and important topic but it's so hard to sell to people well I'll tell you I'm gonna I'm gonna Even take the plunge dies. I'm gonna take the plunge yeah right even when someone dies. Even when someone dies. Yeah. I got. I, I. I try every. Every. I went on a Opie's podcast, mm-hmm. uh, Opie Radio, uh, with Carl Ruiz. <laughs> and we recorded at Classic Car Club, and I did a spiel about old tires. And actually, after it aired, like four people tweeted at me and said after they heard me, they went out and looked at their tires, and their tires were expired, and they're getting new tires. So, like, I reached four people by doing that five-minute bit. Lives, so, yeah, yeah, there you go. So, go at check least. your tires. If they're more than five years old, even if you don't drive on them, get new fucking tires, because well, you're going to die. Yeah, I mean, the rubber gets hard, you know, yeah. the sidewall gets weak. Um, it, you know, people say, what's the best thing you can do for my car? Put tires on it. <clears throat> Like yeah. it's like buying a new car, but you can't brag about that on your fucking Instagram. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Uh, what did Pat actually have a suggestion for what tires to buy? The CN thirty six. Oh, that's what it, he yeah. Said. He okay, said get yeah. the get the two sizes they make that like the, the front's a one eighty five seventy and the rear's like a two fifteen sixty five or Those something 15s? like that. Fifteens. Fifteens. Yeah. Well, I mean, what are your options? But, no, but no, very vintage very Porsche. It's got to have the right wheel tire combo yeah to drive properly yeah and that's what a lot of people forget they try they put 17s on these early cars and the car doesn't drive properly you know because yeah. of what you have to do to make it fit and it moves it outside of its range of motion and the suspension and the kinematics are all wrong and, and well i drove you know um busy's crazy fucking the blue car the blue car right which was like 800 horsepower and it had that wide-bodied rear end, so it was running like a 205, you know, front with 17-inch wheels, 205 front with like a 345 rear, mm-hmm. and so it would do all kind of funky shit. Like, yeah. Busy's an amazing engineer, but he's like a chemical engineer and an engine builder. He's not like a chassis setup person, like, so that car serves him well, but like, fundamentally to drive it fast is incredibly sketchy yeah. because the balance of it really isn't there. So, so that's the thing, right? It's trying to it's trying to get the car to handle properly. Yeah. So, so that morning that I was that Pat saw the car, we were talking. Um, he, I had followed. I tried to follow him through the canyons a little bit. Um, basically, we kind of knew where we were meeting, mm. <laughs> and he like sent me a letter and said, "I'll be there when you get there." Uh, but you know, I got to I'll watch see white smoke. Know <laughs> that you arrived. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, I get to watch his car, which is, was on those tires, and watch the way it performed. And it was, I mean, aside from the fact that he's a professional race car driver, watching the car move on the tires was like okay. It got me thinking about everything. Was and, he in the old eggplant? Yeah, he was. Is that a eleven or a twelve? What do you mean? Is it a nine twelve? No. Oh, it's a nine eleven. Oh, it's a nine eleven. Okay. I don't know why so I thought he had a nine. Apparently, oh, Tanner's Berg- got a nine twelve. I think York Bergmeister used to own that car or something like that. Like Possibly. that car has got some serious history. It came from up north, and it's possible. It's all aubergine. Yeah, oh, that's Aubert- a good car. Eggplant. That's a good looking car. So, how many corners did you see him for? 
four. <laughs> <laughs> but I was only half a corner behind. Yeah. We were on very tight roads in Malibu. <laughs> but, you know, and it was like six in the morning. Malibu's super fucked up right now. I know. I haven't, I haven't gone on a fun drive. Mulholland is closed from the wine store on because of the fire yeah because there's like a there was like a sinkhole like the road like sunk away oh when the rains and came. The, yeah oh. and so the the whole all of Mulholland highway is closed and there's wow. sort of portions of some other roads that are closed it's kind of a mess up there it's not a good time to go driving in no. malibu it, i mean this was right around uh, new year's or something like that, that i just met up with these two lotus guys um the you know from lotus and uh i got to have a quick go in the evora 400 with the automatic mm. Which I expected to be horrible, and it was not horrible. Is it a proper automatic, or is it, it a DSG oh dual clutch? God, what did you just do? Well, the glass was empty, but it's. I There's mean, there's more I, here, man. No, I know. I can pour this out, but I just wanted some water to drink, and I put oh. it in my wine glass and uh, ruined the very little bit that was left. It's fine. Cleaning your palate, I get mm -hmm. it. You're on your own. You fill your own glass. Yeah, uh, but okay. um, not done no, actually not bad. I thought <laughs> I thought that the automatic would be really really bad, and it's yeah. it's actually not. But it's, it's a proper automatic. It is a real automatic. It's not a dual clutch. Okay. It's like the Camry automatic, wow. but it's re-geared. Like they use the Camry case, mm -hmm. and it is a torque converter, but it's Lotus ratios, like a Lotus control unit. Cool. So they change it a bit. It's n it's not bad. Like I'd probably still buy the stick, frankly, but like the auto shouldn't keep you out of an otherwise very nice car. Oh, that's cool. I've heard yeah. a lot of good things about the Evora. <clears throat> they rule. Really? They're great fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're driven. super they're super 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 nice. Uh, really fun to drive. I'm one mark only. <laughs> Volkswagen. You know also, why you but, know they're good? Yeah. Because they handle well and they ride well, but they have no fancy anything. Like hmm. no adaptive shocks, like no settings, none of that shit. Yeah. Like what you get is what you get. Yeah, but like I could drive 2,000 miles in it daily at around L.A. and then run a 143 at Laguna on Pilot Super Sports. Wow. Like, and there are no adjustments. That's you know great. what I mean? Like, that's really nice. That's like, a great car. That's a fast <laughs> car that handles well and rides well mm -hmm. and is just simple. And then when the guys at Sharkworks put it up on a rack to, to put some new tires on for me because I blew a set of tires off doing track days with it. Um, they were just showing me like how the chassis was like bonded together and stuff and like how how well that thing is like actually Engineered, made. Yeah. It's like, yeah. oh, okay, like the door handles are plastic, but like this chassis is like really, really nicely well. The important well shit is dealt yeah, with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that that car's a rock star. <laughs> well, Lotus had a problem with that part in the past, so maybe they had to uh do an about face. I mean, it. whatever it is, it works now. Yeah. Um, and it's. Um, and I'm talking like, you know, the Esprit. <laughs> well, the Esprit is a piece of shit. Can Garbage I take a little more of this? Dude, knock yourself out. That's um, what it's here for. This, uh, this is very nice. But the Evora is a really, like, well rounded uh, 911 alternative, actually. Price point? Similar? Uh, the window sticker says 90 to 105. To actually drive one home, you're talking about 75 to 85, pretty much, is what they're actually going at the door for. That's not bad. It's not bad. That it's is definitely nice. a 911. It's definitely a player. It's yeah. definitely a player. But if you're talking about a brand new 911, you're not really going to get into a 911. You're talking that's that's right. that's Cayman S money. money. Yeah. Yeah. And can you service that car at Toyota? Ooh, good question. I. <clears throat> now that's a that's a question that I don't have the answer to. Hmm. I suspect no. 
Actually, I don't know. I'll find out. I'll, I'll email the Lotus guy later. Did you pay we'll... your super chat for that one? No, someone when I had when I had the when I had the last Devora, somebody did ask that, and I got a definitive answer. And I think the answer was no, hmm. because like control units and stuff like that. Well, yeah, and you have to like take off the skid the the floor the mm. the flat under tray to get to stuff and it's yeah, the like the a Toyota computer won't read this. Right. You need a Lotus computer to yeah, read yeah. it like there's definitely some Toyota stuff. Yeah, like the the internals of the engine are fully Camry. Like they don't upgrade that at all. They said that's all that stuff's all super super tough. That's um, cool. That tells you a lot about a Toyota, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, like, if Lotus is willing to beat the crap out yeah, of it in a sports car. Yeah, they're running 430 horsepower in that thing with cr with the air conditioning cranking as hard as you can beat the shit out of it all day long. And, and so it's That's just great. Goes, so obviously a Camry will outlast the sun. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, they just run. And mm -hmm. why? Because they're overbuilt. Yeah, because you can great. do the same thing with 8 PSI running through it, and yeah. it couldn't care less. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And they actually sound really good, too. <laughs> titanium exhaust. No shit? Yeah, full titanium exhaust. Wow. It's very nice. It's a fucking really, really good car. It's well, a lot I mean, of fun to drive. like I said, they they've come a long way. Yeah, you know, I, you can't fault Lotus for for being a quality product. They, these days. The guys were telling us, they, they, there was some like alternative uh, pitch, like uh, like um, uh, not, not alternative pitch. They wanted to talk to Spike and I, let us drive these cars, and talk to us about like the future of Lotus and like their new models. Like, and I got a couple details that I can't say. But like overall, like they were super optimistic about like their funding from Geely, and they said, you know, like basically, like you know, how like with Volvo, they were all like, "Here's some money, now go be Swedish." That pretty much is what they say is happening at Lotus. Like, that's great. Here's some money, now go add some lightness and make some <laughs> shit. So apparently, it's going to take a couple of years for their all new product to roll mm -hmm. through. In the meantime, there's going to be some updates to the current product. Um, but he said that there there will be all new product, and it's not going to be the Danny Bahar shit. It's like new stuff. Well, you know the thing is that at a, at that kind of price point, they probably are going to be pretty competitive in the marketplace. I think they're going to be selling some cool stuff. Yeah. And they said every every new car they come out with will be homologated for the U.S. Oh. So that's good. Didn't they have a Roadster problem at one point? Well, the current uh, uh, Elite. Uh, well, I don't think. It's, I think it's just an Exige. I don't think it's an Elise. But I, the current Exige cannot be sold in America. Yeah, that's what it was. It's like in Europe. Apparently, it's amazing. Um, yeah, but what? There was like a Roadster problem. Like they like they what weren't do you allowed mean to, a Roadster problem. Like the reason they stopped selling one of their cars here is because like they weren't allowed to sell a two seat Roadster for some reason. I don't know what it was. I thought it was airbag and oh, is that what it was? I thought no. it was airbag okay. stuff. I don't know. I just I remember there was like Tesla had a Roadster at one point, didn't they? Test well, yeah. And then they they stopped making it, and then right yeah, at the same time, yeah, but that was because it wasn't good. Oh, well, once maybe. they started making the Model S, what was the point of continuing okay. that? Fuck, I, I don't know. know. Like I said, I'm a, I'm a single no, brand kind of guy. No, I think so. I think the issue with Lotus was airbag exemptions mm. or something to that effect, but the new cards are going to be homologated. Okay. So. Well, that's cool. That's good. The yeah. more the merrier. You know, the diverse product line is pretty Dude, cool. the more lo a world with more Lotuses <laughs> is a good world. It can't be a bad it, one. It is, yeah. And anybody, I always have to remind myself, like, because a lot of people ask me about Porsches that like to remind people to like actually go try the Lotus because yeah. uh, people have tried them and ended up buying, buying them. I like rule. Porsche. I mean, I, there's a there's a reason like I gravitate towards the Porsche. But I've been trying other cars, like test driving cars, like Mercedes and yeah. BMW, and I always end up back at Porsche just because I like the way they drive. Yeah, you know. But that's not because the other cars aren't good. But I can also work on them, so that kind of tips the scales in my favor. Yeah, a bit, I know? I like how Porsches drive as well. But there's some there are some other stuff that I 
I'm trying not to overlook. I have an Acura RDX right now. Yeah, yeah. that was a cool looking car. It drives. It's got a really comfortable seats. I've been in it all day. <laughs> <laughs> I just drive to fucking Monrovia today. Oof. Ugh. Oof. Fucking Monrovia. Yeah, there's nothing out there. Actually, there's just one thing. Just my lawyer. Oh, it. really? Yeah. Oh, jeez. I probably could find one closer if I really wanted you to. Could talk to him on the phone. They got uh, papers yeah. to no, sign. You, no, you gotta you gotta show up. You need Otherwise, FaceTime. Yeah, you got if you don't. This is what I'm learning with this construction shit. If you don't oh. show up, like got to keep people on their fucking toes. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's my other career. Lawyer? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lawyer? No. 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 Just watching people do shit and make sure they don't fuck it up. Yeah. Yeah. Tim, like, manages rich people's estates and makes oh, really? sure that people yeah. working there fucking do their <laughs> do their jobs. So you're the taskmaster. Pretty much. That's yeah. good. Project Someone's manager, it, yeah. whatever you want to call it, yeah. Yeah, man. Um, so where's is, Zach. <clears throat> Zach is doing uh, some proving grounds oh, stuff cool. right now in San Diego, San Diego I think. No. Somewhere. He's working for a J5. He's with Lee? I think, yeah. Lee just sent me. I finally got my new steering wheel. Oh? See, it's apparently, and you may know, apparently to get a custom leather-wrapped steering wheel is like a really difficult thing to get. Yeah, steering wheels, my, my upholsterer hates doing them because they're the hardest thing to do. Yeah, so I... will do them, but... So I got it. a steering wheel. I have had a, 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 a red leather interior and a black steering wheel in my Porsche. I see. Yeah. Cool. But I it was supposed to have a matched red steering wheel so this whole time. The prototypo in red. Yeah. Dope. But it, in the double thickness, the, the, the double thickness red. But it took, apparently it took the dude like... I don't know, 20 tries to make the thing. Yeah, it's not easy. Man. Yeah, I've watched my, my guy do it. Why is it so hard? There's a lot. It's like a lot of fine stitching, you know, and it's just it's a lot of finger work, and it's just hard. If it, you screw it up, it's over. Yeah, apparently it took you the know? guy a lot of tries. And you got to skive the leather, get it real thin so that it glues down on the spokes and doesn't lift. Oh, you know? true. Like, yeah. it's it's a it's a really, really hard thing to do steering wheels. This like leather looks it. it's dope, though. I'm very excited. In cool. Time for Luthkigolf. So you did you get in? Yeah. Oh, of course I did. Yeah. <laughs> did you hear the way you yeah. answered that? Yeah. I was like, yeah. <laughs> yes, I did. I did get in. So are they going to park you on the lawn in front of the courthouse? I don't know. Oh, okay. Oh, in the Hill Valley Courthouse? In the Hill Valley Courthouse. Oh, I haven't requested that Dude, yet. I oh, don't. Oh, I really should. They could put me anywhere. I don't care. I'm just glad to be there. I'm, I'm just glad to be there, too. My my entire life, I grew up in the Valley, right? And mm -hmm. I, so I've been to Universal more times than I can remember. Taking the tram oh, For tour. those who are like, what the fuck are we talking oh, about? Yeah, Muff, yeah. they announced, is at Universal Backlot, mm -hmm. which is awesome. Right, right. So here's the thing. I've taken the tour, yeah. and I've seen the shark, all the things, but I've always wanted to just bail out in the city, like yeah. in the back lot, and just wander aimlessly. I finally get that yeah, opportunity. Because they don't let you off the nope. tram. Nope. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, I'm just like, to. I'm pumped to just be on the back lot, not in a tram. Yeah. Like for me, I'd go, even if my car didn't get in, I would go just for that opportunity. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. Oh, it's I gonna bet be it's so going to be a complete shit show like last time. Wow, what? It, the one at the lumber yard? Oh, it was great. There was it just, was. It was just crazy. The problem with the lumber yard was there were too many cars. It was so I said this the other day to someone online. Like too I wrote many cars or too many people. There was like no. seven thousand people there. Yes, but the problem was there were too many cars to see. Right, so like you were just walking and walking and walking and looking at every single car, and so they they did a great job of being inclusive, but I think it was it kind of diluted the the art like the art installation part of what Luftkult is. Right, Have like they the inside the back area for this one. Yeah, oh yeah, oh really, oh big time. How yeah. many cars are there? I want to say like 125 or oh, 250. Yeah, something oh, really? like that. Like some really low number. Last year they had like 500. 
Oh. It was some obscene number. And kudos to them for pulling it off. But like, I think they said we need to we need to curate it more. I didn't you know, realize that was such it down. an exclusive club this time. You it know really what? It's is. the crazy interior that does it. You think so? Yep. Not the story behind it. <clears throat> no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just you I know, think they wanted for me they want they wanted a keen car and mine is the one that's, that's here. the most local. Yeah. Yeah. Dempsey's is not coming I here. No, I heard his is going to Maine. Yep. Um, Lucky but, you, right? Now you still get the only one. No, I saw him. At the th- I saw him at the thing that yeah. we went to the Hurley thing, um, which we talked about. And he said, but he said that when he, um, when we do the West Coast Safari nine eleven rally, he will ship it here and do that. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, he should obviously because he's, he's a fucking boss. Because you can, yeah. I wanted to have sex with him right there. I was like, you will, <laughs> McDreamy, whatever it is. <laughs> Yeah. I told my mom I, I I had I had a five minute chat with him. She's like, "You did?" Yeah, everyone loves she him. Was, I mean, he's, yeah. Here's the thing: he's a dope dude. Oh, he's yeah. like a really cool guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard him on Spike's podcast. I didn't know he was a unicycle riding juggler. <laughs> I had no <laughs> I idea. Dude, it's hilarious. You got to listen to that podcast. It's, it's pretty good. You know what I saw outside? <laughs> I went to Corolla's studio earlier today, and I saw outside Corolla's studio a dog walker. Walking like ten fucking dogs, <laughs> but on but on one of those uh, like one wheels that you stand on. The oh, one no. where it's a single vertical wheel and your feet are on either side of it. Like a giant slick yeah, in the middle. And the, dude, the dude had a full like and it was just he was just hovering across hovering down with all these dogs. It was like just takes one to bolt. Yeah. <laughs> the dude is getting dragged. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. That thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. man. My That's brother-in-law funny. rides one of them things to work. Ooh, what? In Boston. No, do those things have electric motors in them or something? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, Apparently they're cool. Do you get your skateboard? It's coming tomorrow. Timmy's, they tried to deliver it today. Timmy's going to try and do mobility reviews. We'll see. <laughs> really? I, I might suck. It so might be all right. with we'll an electric out. skateboard. You got to get the elbow pads and the wrist guards yeah. and the helmet. Uh, I got the, the helmet. insurance. I got the helmet. I'm good with the <laughs> rest of it. Definitely the helmet, yeah. Get it goes 23 miles an hour. What the hell are you ordering? Yeah, it's, like it's just sh- it's got dual 360 watt motors, just a Chinese boosted board knockoff. You when you die, that, I'll uh, take Charlie. You, <laughs> <laughs> you ever see that movie, The Skateboard Kid? No. The skateboard <laughs> Kid? Dude, I'm a product of the 80s, man. Which is the one with the rollerblades? Oh, yes. I definitely Prayer saw that roller one. Boys? The movie with the rollerblades. And Prayer the- of the Rollerblades. What's no, it called? No. Yeah, yeah, man. No. That's what no, Corey no, no. Haynes... The ones where they down... With Seth Green in it, where they're like downhill... Fucking skating. Oh, what? Uh, what is You know it? what I'm talking about? Like, that's still... Airborne. The, airborne, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Never that's, heard of that one. Really? No. Oh, no. it's the one where these guys are like... Uh, <laughs> They live on, they live on a big hill, and they're like downhill skater rollerblade, rollerblade gang. Man. The and only they, rollerblade movie I remember was was Prayer of the Roller Boys. I don't... I don't, that it's one, a, I don't that's one of the Corys, man. 93? I think that's there's 93. another Corey in this one. Really? Isn't Corey Haim in this one? I don't know. Hey, I, there's nah, Corey Haim was in the one I was talking about. Oh, really? Yeah, man. Oh. Seth Green is in this one. Maybe I don't know. There's an IMDb. I've already I've already <laughs> devoted the amount of time I want to devote. Yeah, to yeah, this yeah. Conversation. I just I mean, if you want to talk '80s horrible cheese flicks, I got a couple up my sleeve. I'm sure you do. Like, haven't you ever seen Rad? The greatest bicycle yes. movie yeah. ever oh, made. Yeah. yeah, Rad BMX. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah but it's just yeah, Rad yeah. is the name of the movie. So like before, that's where they got the Rad. The Rad from Radwood is from that, right? I think so. I think yeah. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so before I used to have the VHS. So like you know, remember VHS used to have like the previews for other movies. Oh yeah. Okay. So one of them was Dirt Bike Kid, <laughs> and it was basically this kid's dirt bike comes alive, 
So. Oh yeah, the, that is the that is the rad from Radwood. Oh, it's from the rad so good, movie. the yeah, best yeah. movie ever. I could do every line. <laughs> really? <laughs> every single <laughs> line. <laughs> it's like my favorite. I used to fake sick to stay home from school. Who to is watch the star the of this film? Yep. <laughs> the bicycle. Yeah. Ex- thank yeah. you. Mongoose was the star. Oh, yeah. Mongoose. Yeah. No, it was um, Bill something or other. I think. I bet they sold a lot of bikes. Oh, that dude. movie. I used, to, I used to watch it. Go outside, get on my bike, and just jump shit. That you get pumped. I bet. Pumped. Um, Tim, do we have a like a shitload of questions? It seemed like there we, was a lot. Yeah, we had some even before we got here. Really? Oh, there's yeah. like a lot. Is there? Is that all? Okay. Yeah, we got a fair bit. We'll do five. Uh, get if you have questions for Super Chat, get them in now because I'm gonna cut that off in like five minutes. Otherwise, we're gonna be here all night. And well, we're out of wine. Uh, that are we really? No, we we're tax not. That we're, we're gonna be out of wine. We will eventually. I should have brought two. Nah. I don't know. You get sleepy, huh? I would be. I'd be <laughs> sleepy. My sleep is already fucked. Why? Fall, I don't know. My because of the I, building. I, no, no. Actually, that's fine. That's going according to plan right now. But um, it's because of like. I probably have like three trips to the East Coast mm. a month, and that keeps fucking me up. I just went to San Antonio. Yeah. You ever been? Uh, kind of charming. Been through on a Midwest sales tour. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of charming. <laughs> I drove uh, a Ferrari 430 Scuderia that was converted uh, to stick. I saw that. Fucking nice. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Oh, the best. It's what you want, the right? The best. Oh, it's the best. Gate shift everything. Yeah, and I mean, you know, what's not to like, really? Yeah. Um, you get all the modern cool stuff and a shifter. Yeah, and and Ferrari, uh, it's it's unfortunate that they don't make stick cars anymore, not just because I like driving stick, but because um, you realize when you do something like this that they happen to be particularly good at it. Yeah. Like, that isn't just a manual transmission. Like, it's a beautiful one with, like, lovely clutch take-up that's the right weight. Yeah. And, like, the perfect amount of movement from gear to gear and the perfect, like, you go, well, Jesus, they, they fucking, it's like Tom Brady going, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> just we're just walking off. And, and you go, Wait, but you were so good at that. Right. What are you doing? Why are you cutting it short? But, yeah. you know, Ferrari, they take themselves so seriously. Well, they're always about being on the front, right? Like being right. at the leading edge Like of the whatever. GT3 Touring exists because stick is fun. And, f- and Ferrari won't. Do that, I, and I. Here's the thing, I don't think the GT cars should be stick. Sorry, I don't buy that. I I don't. I just, I just I think that those cars are best served with paddles. I do. I don't the know GT3 why. GT3 Touring rules. Ah, uh, just buy a regular 911 and put a, a manual gearbox in it. What? Yeah, I just I. First off, I don't, it's a I like, different fucking gearbox. It's I, not a six speed. It's a seven. You get stuck with a seven speed if you have to buy regular. I, I know, I know, That's but the I wrong just, number of gears, Mark. I also think a GT three should have wings. And all the aero bullshit. If you're buying a GT car that's meant for going to the racetrack, if just if you're gonna be a bear, be a grizzly. Man. Don't be a little black bear here's the, here's the, climbing here's and eating the, honey. And fuck that. Here's the problem. No, no, no. They're not that fast. What GT threes? No, they're not that fast. They if the point be. was to set the fastest lap time, then the car's got to be a lot of fucking faster, Marco. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm the just GT3 saying. The GT3 is the wrong choice every time I've if you want to set the best lap time you can for $150,000. Okay. That's the wrong choice fine, every time. Fine, but You I've buy driven, it because it's the most fun. I've driven both, and I feel that the GT3 needs a paddle box. I just like it better. Mm. I think it performs better. I think mm. it's, it fits That's, the character better. That's just me. Oh, the touring is so nice. Ah, it needs a wing, too. 
Well, I actually think the wing does make the car drive better. I noticed when I drove the one that had the lack yeah. of wing. I did notice that. But the, the manual is very, very good. I'm I mean, not saying it's not good. I'm just saying it doesn't belong in that car. Oh, well, but... I just but, like my GT cars with so a So you think box. they shouldn't make it? I'm not saying they shouldn't make but it. I just, just You like, think they shouldn't make something that's fun? They should definitely make things that are fun. Yeah, they should make things Things that are fun are very good. Yeah. I'm probably going to get a ton Especially, of hate mail for that here's why. Here's why. <laughs> of it. And that's fine. Here's like, why I'm, things that are fun are good. Because something that is the fastest is ever only only ever the fastest for a very, very short period of time. Fair. It is very quickly outpaced by something else. Okay. But something that is fun is typically fun forever. Okay. And a man, a really well-engineered manual gearbox... So, well, it doesn't matter that it's not as fast as something else because it will be fun forever. But my my position is based on the fact that if you are buying a GT3 mm-hmm. and you got to have a manual gearbox, well, you should probably be looking at an older car and well, get that doesn't, a totally that. if you want a manual experience, get a car that was manually you know, that was like that was born that way. You know? just trying, I, I no, don't understand I just, what you're I, doing. I don't. I, what do you mean, what am I doing? I'm not saying it's not a good car. I'm just saying for me, I just like my GT cars with the paddle box. You're a silly boy. Uh, I don't get it. That's okay. I'm confused. I don't get it. I, Who I, doesn't like the GT3 in a stick? You're, you're a fucking weirdo. <laughs> just yeah. like the Ferrari Scuderia in a stick. That's, that's fucking I, That I can get behind. That is that I can get probably behind. the best 30 Gs you could spend. Putting that stick shit Fuck situation. Yeah, yeah, dude. What's going to improve the quality of the driving experience of a Scuderia f- more significantly than a manual gearbox for th- probably nothing? What does 30 G's in Ferrari money get you? <laughs> Fuck job. all. Gets you a brake job. Carbon engine compartment <laughs> yeah. panels that do nothing. You know, <laughs> it gets you nothing. But that's a that's an incredible value. Yeah. I, I, again. I just, uh, I like my GT cars. You are a weirdo. Yeah, that's okay. And yet, if it was a Carrera T in a stick, Go no nuts. problem. Go what nuts. if the Carrera T gets the GT3's four liter? But it's not called a GT3, but it gets the four liter. Go for it. Because it doesn't. So you're, all of your problem is the, the naming scheme? No, no. I just, I think that a GT3 was sort of born as a track focused vehicle. So let it be what it was designed to be. That's all. Okay. That's that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that they're garbage or don't do it. Like I'm just my preference is I like my GT cars with the paddle box. I think they nailed it. They they drive good. They you do know? drive they're, good. They're fun. To, they're fun at the limit with the paddle. They are. And after driving a GT2 RS, you cannot keep up with it in a manual box. No, but you definitely can with a GT3. Yeah, a probably. Three's not too powerful. No, 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 no. no. Things three's happen. Not too powerful. Things happen in the R in the two RS like really quickly. Yeah, but when. It's when when cars get too fast for a stick, I think is like around. I want to say it's like the middle five hundreds. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of it's a lot of power. Like a nine nine seven turbo is five hundred and twenty horsepower, right? Mm-hmm. That is about as fast as I want to go yep. and shift myself. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. But that, I've got I had one of those go uh, go a little sideways on me and it was like holy they can shit. They get a little hairy. It like out of nowhere this thing kind of started to wiggle. The 430s as well. Every 430 I've ever driven including this particular Scud, the front end gets light as a motherfucker around 120 miles an hour. Really? Really light. Just bad arrow? Bad corner balance? It's, it's got it's got pretty narrow front tires mm. and it's and it just gets really unsteady. At, at high speeds. I mean, if you put more weight on the front end, is that going to help you? 
under breaking is better than on power for sure, mm. but it's interesting. The the newer the five eight 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 chassis is a lot better at it. Yeah, I'm probably in the I'm probably in like my own camp with my GT three manual versus PDK situation. I mean, it's a good thing they sell both. Yeah, you can have what you want, and I can have what I want. Yeah, I'm not saying they shouldn't stop making it. I'm just saying yeah. personally, I I would always have, I. I, on my short list of cars that I want to own in the near future is a GT3 RS, 991, okay. or nine, or 991.2 mm -hmm. GT3 RS. I really like those cars. I think they're fantastic. They're nice. I would never have one of those with a manual. Not that I could. Uh, okay. But I'm. But like to me, that car is built around that gearbox. Yeah, I think it probably is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, so, no, it so is. For it's, a, me, it's a key part of the... And you you know, here's how you can tell why Porsches are so built around PDK. My dad has a Cayenne Turbo S. Mm -hmm. um, uh, it's not, I'm sorry, it's not an S. It's a Cayenne Turbo 2018, and it has an automatic in it, like a slush box, because oh, like, for towing. Right. And it's, it, 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 it's not... It's not like a Porsche. Yeah. Like it just doesn't fucking feel right. It doesn't bang the gears it like you expect it yeah, to. Yeah, it doesn't feel right. It's like That said, they're great they make cars. A good stick. <laughs> they make a good stick. And yeah. Ferrari did too at the time it's, it's yeah. and in particular with the Scud, the Scud is the Superfast 2 gearbox mm -hmm. which has upgraded synchros from the Superfast 1 that they used in the regular 430. And so actually a stick converted scud has even smoother shifts. Really? Than yeah. Uh, because of, like synchro material. Because the synchro is just better. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Now but, that's cool. See that's that's cool. You're like making a dramatic improvement to the car. Yeah. I mean know. it was it was a it's it was fucking spectacular. Yeah. I mean I was I spent the entire second half of the drive going, okay, if I sell like, <laughs> my Lambo's got to go. Sell, yeah. You know what I mean? How, yeah. Do I really like that Countach? I, I have had zero wheel time in a Ferrari. Zero. None. None. Never. This is this was pretty goddamn glorious. If yeah. you could start with this, you'd be disappointed by a lot of other stuff. Really, most Ferraris are really pretty fun in their own way. I mean, the old ones feel fucking old. Yeah. You know, but but the trucks <laughs> a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but most of them are. Very engaging. And I've fun. been in Ferraris. I've never driven. Like I've always been yeah. either the passenger or the bystander. Never the guy behind the wheel. Yeah, they're they're fun. I think yeah. a lot of them don't drive quite how you expect them to drive. Mm -hmm. I think their steering had a weird, or in the two thousands, their steering was a little funky. So where do you land on like the five fifty, the Marinello? I'm a fan. Yeah, I'm a fan of the Marinello. That's because yeah, yeah. that to me was kind of like when I was coming up. Yeah, you know yeah. that like when I was like 16, 17, yeah. 18 years. That was the car. And was there was the a couple of years of really big hype on those that has settled significantly. Like they went. Can they roll back? They went from sixty to like one twenty, yeah, one thirty, yeah. and then they settled like at ninety. Oh, and so like now like driver quality Shit. ones are attainable. That's good. Yeah, it's a good time. It's a good time to get in until you service it. Until and you then, and then you have to the sell front your house. E the front engine Ferraris don't have to have engine out. Oh, no, really? No, because the timing belt's oh, right there. Oh, that's cool. It's really easy accessible. I, I really, I think, like for me, if I had to get into a Ferrari, the front engine V twelve car is where I would land. Five fifty with a two B is a good is a good thing. Yeah, my it's friend's dad thing. finally finally realized his his dream 
and that he got the 550. They're lovely. Yeah, and I would it ha- would have to have a, a manual box. Yeah. Sorry, Timmy. No but, worries. But uh, the Thank shop, you. I should yeah. plug, uh, EAG European Auto Group in uh, San Antonio, Texas, did the conversion, and they, uh, <laughs> they, they, uh, they refused to, uh, they're not doing any more for the moment. Oh. he The owner of the shop owns this one, and, they, and, he, and I was like, what? You're not, you're not doing he more? And he so goes, so hard. No. Oh. No. He okay. said, if you had the only one of something, and you were the only ah, person who knew, who knew how to make another one. Yes. <laughs> Wouldn't you chill on it for a minute? Dude, that guy's a brilliant man. But uh, more the, power to the him. good news is um, <laughs> uh, he, he's got he's doing regular 430s. So 30 G's. Oh, just said, not Scuderia's. Not Scud's. Got it. But okay. he's doing regular 430s. So I, I don't know what the exact delta is right now from an F30, a 430 F1 for, to a 430 stick. I suspect it's a lot. There's not a lot of 430 sticks out there, mm-hmm. and they're fucking great to drive. And the difference, but the difference in the price would definitely yeah. warrant buying an F1 box and converting it. Well, so that's. I mean, it depends on your particular financial situation and your goals for the car. But yeah. an an option is yeah yeah thirty thousand bucks, and he said it's forty hours of labor. So with planning, it can be as little as a week turnaround, <laughs> and he can do it, which is amazing. So, so what's the buy-in on a 430 F1? The cheapest, like a, a fairly grand. no, they're more than that. You, they they pretty much start at like a hundred. Okay, for something that you'd want to so buy for a buck and spiders a half. Spiders are like one hundred and twenty-five. I'd go. I if I was gonna go in, I would go in on a spider. Really? Yeah, I'd I get like a spider in a great color. The 430 was designed so you don't oh, lose much true. rigidity with the spider. But I don't like my head getting burned. Oh, yeah. You should people. also be thinking I, like that. I still do, but I love an open uh, nah. open top Ferrari with a stick is a glorious thing. I'm not saying it's not a good car. It's just, I, again, I'm not an open top guy. So. But if you wanted a driver, you know, these 430s, honestly, they're fucking stout as shit. Like, the problems they have are like little bullshit, like little switches fall out and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like... But the like engines Volkswagen and the problems. gearbox are like <laughs> super, super stout. And so I've seen people put a bunch of miles on these things. So, uh, so I think it would be a good driver. I, I My only problem with that car, and it, this is a dumb personal issue, is the taillights that extend above the rear deck. Yeah, not only that, they the lost taillights me. fall out. That's one of their QC but issues. But that, that, they <laughs> lost me. When the 360 for me was kind of like They're pretty. It. Yeah, they're pretty. And, and again, that's just a period in time <clears> where I think- they're going to do... Um, they might have lost their way with the 430, but they've gotten a lot better with the more modern cars. They're going to do you 360 know. conversions as well. I mean... It's slightly cheaper. Not much, but slightly cheaper. Yeah. But I, the Delta, again, the Delta from an F1 to a, to a stick this, is like I, 35 Gs. Yeah, you talked. You, know? you and I talked about this, but... That's the one right there. The problem the, with a 360 the, with a Challenge grill is my jam. The problem with the 360 is engine out. No, it's not. Timing belts, isn't nope. it? You no? access it through the panel between ah, the seats. Ah, okay. 355 is the last engine out. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. Okay. The 360s are nice. They're they're actually reasonably. Um, I love easy the to look at with. them. And, and what are they like? 80 grand, 60 grand for an F1? Yeah. 60 to 80 so for, for a n- stick. 80 to 100. Okay, but for an F1 plus yeah. 30 grand, you could be in it for under 100 grand. Mm. There's not a lot that, of cars. That math was not A plus B equals C. <laughs> well, you, made, you made 10 Gs disappear right there. Well, you said 60. You said 60, yeah, right? Yeah, you could get into a, into a, a oh, high into mile. a beater. Well, not a beater, but a, but a higher. There, it all, you know, Ferraris are really valued in like chunks, okay. right? Like, all so right. you have like your... <laughs> 
No, like you have like your <laughs> your your super low mileage, right? right? Like you've got like your you know almost delivery miles. Like let's call it sub you know a thousand, <laughs> right? Then you've got a thousand to five thousand, mm. and then five to ten, ten to twenty, and then twenty plus is sort of how they're they're priced out. You know okay. what I mean? So once you get over like twenty is not a lot. No, but once you get over twenty, you're in the driver quality, and Perfect. the prices come well, well. Now we're talking down. my language. Yeah, so for me, talking, I could be in under a hundred. Yeah, now you're talking about a ninety to a hundred thousand dollar car with a conversion and everything. No, no, no. Like oh, oh for a three sixty, yeah, for a three sixty converted, yeah, probably you could get into it with a stick for a hundred grand. There's probably. that ten thousand dollars just yeah. disappears. Yeah. Look, you sell you sell a watch or two, and suddenly it Fuck. all fucking works. The watches is like the the other four hundred one k. So the problem is that watches are easier to store I than know. cars. Yeah, I got right? a rule: the one my one case, yep. one in, one out, dude. I'm full. I made the biggest mistake. Country's full, bro. Watch rolls. Oh, no, Dude, don't do they that. They are so easy to just get lost. Yeah, in. no. Oh, you got to get one case. You have to decide. Yeah. You go. Listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna have ten or whatever mm-hmm. it is. And then you, you you pour your heart and soul into those ten, and then you start a, a one in one out policy. Yep, I'm scaling way back. What's your number right now? Don't want to talk about it. Twenty plus? No, I mean a lot of what I have is sentiment and mm. and received as gift mm. or received as someone passed away and I acquired. So those well, are that's, stuck that's forever. Fine. Like those yeah, aren't going yeah, anywhere. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm in the. 15 range it's not that bad it's not it's terrible not that bad. But, but dude i wear two hours three hours a day yeah and you can't i mean i can't rotate you need, you need one of them crazy wolf winder cabinets they're only like 40 g's <laughs> yeah exactly yeah thank you yeah oh that's it Let me i have a couple winders you want me to give you a couple no. winders i'm not using now nope. that i don't have a perpetual anymore nope i'm good nope. all right Nah, i like i like the watch roll just laying my my bosphorus straps case a 10 I got my case of 10, mm. and then I have a watch roll with my two, like... Travelers. No, like, uh, like... Like I have a like a two G shocks that like they don't oh, deserve yeah. they don't deserve a spot in my case. Wait a minute, you got one G shock in the case though. I do, but I have a I have like like a like crappy ones for oh, okay. like for like if I'm really in the stick <laughs> for Florida somewhere in the middle of Actually, it's not crappy. I have the carb the carbon fiber G shock that's not oh, like worth not a lot bad. of money, but it weighs like six grams. It's really neat. That's cool. It's cool. Carl Ruiz gave it to me as a gift. Oh, um, that guy is great. His Instagram feed is killer. Carl, I told him you sent me this. Carl thought this was a, an excellent lateral move. So he that's was the only, very, very impressed. That might be the only thing I've ever said that he would like. Carl, Carl <laughs> is the a fucking opinionated best. individual. Oh yeah, yeah but he's it. but he's right so much. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> you should have heard. I heard his rant today. Do you see? I guess there's this thing in St. Louis. They're slicing bagels the wrong way. Did you see this? Who's the asshole that doesn't? I sound cut like it? a morning show host like, by doing this, but like, there's one way to cut a bagel, and these it. guys are slicing them the other way. Why? I because it's a thing. But Carl explained in an exact. See that Tim top left? People are fucking up. <laughs> like yeah, whatever dude, this whoever bullshit, does this is this like is not this a is human. not correct, right? No. So people are doing this. <laughs> And Carl explained in a really exact way why this is the wrong way to eat a bagel. And it has to do with the way bagels are cooked and they're prepared because you're supposed to have a certain ratio of in each bite of outside and inside. And this fucks it all up. <laughs> I love that he has like a scientific reason yeah. for it. And well, it the book sense. to read is called What Einstein Told His Cook. I heard about that book. Yeah. One and two. There's two big ones. I just oh. finished the first one. It's an awesome book. Carl told me to read it. Strongly recommend. What Einstein told us good. 
Oh my god, wait, I am so gonna fucking sneeze. Bless you. Or am I? Stole it from you. I can will it away. Hold. Bless you. Oh, we good. We good. <laughs> uh, let's see. All right, we got some questions. I'm cutting them off. No more super chats so Nobody we can get out of here at a reasonable time. That's for sure. What? Nobody wants to hear from me. That's, that's for sure. That's not true. I bet you people do. Oh, uh, we'll see. Justin says, oh, wait. It's worth it. Justin says, should I get an F-150 or a Miata? What? He's just kidding. Oh, oh, uh, yeah. Thank you. Donation. That was a joke. A That's joke pretty intro. Good. Okay. Here's a real one. Tyler says, hey, Marco, I'm a 20-year-old gold Porsche tech in New Jersey. What is a gold Porsche tech, Marco? Does that mean you're certified by the by the dealer? Yeah, you work in the dealer, and they, they put you through all the things. Uh, I dream to have my own air-cooled shop. Is it better to get my remaining five classic classes completed or go to work at an independent shop now? That's a tough call. What I, are the classic classes? Well, the, the Porsche dealer is sending the people to dealer training. And to work on old cars. To work on old cars, yeah. So that's good and bad. It depends. If you were hiring, what would having those classes on this guy's resume mean for you? Anything? Maybe. It depends. Okay. It's, it, it, I mean, the fact that he is already in a, in a shop and is already certified gold tech, mm -hmm. that brings more weight than the classic classes. Because in my shop, I got enough classic people. Me. Do you think Porsche's paying for this dude to go to the classes? I don't know. I don't know how that works. I've I think if they're the dealer, paying so for this guy's classes, take them. Take them. Take that take shit. Take all Absolutely. the free training that yes. they will give you while you're being paid. The bottom line is it, it, it all depends on who's teaching you what to do. Because if you're being taught how to work on the classic cars by guys who are 25 years old and have never really worked on this stuff and they just read the books, there's going to be a lot missing from the experience. Right? Which Do you is, think that's what's going to happen? On I places? don't know. I've don't. I've never worked in the dealer. I grew up in my sh my dad's yeah, shop, yeah. and like I was taught by a guy who was taught by the dealer and worked in the dealer. Have you hired someone who's had the classic classes? Never. Okay. No, so I like. Know. I prefer to train from the ground up. All right. But again, that's that's the other side of things. You know, you if you can find a good air cooled independent shop, I say if you're in the dealer network and you're getting the training, get the training. Yeah. By all means, get the training. It can only add to your success and to your resume. But if you're coming out of the woodwork and you know it's either do I go work at the dealer and then get the training or do I yeah. start in an independent, I would say you're better off starting in an independent. Yeah. Because you gotta, you, you just become a sponge and pull as much as you can out of the old timers as you can while they're still around. There you go. Okay, good advice. Yeah. Thank you, Tyler. Uh, go for it, says, Tyler. <laughs> Miguel says, are there any cars that are particularly good in the rain? Or do you just stick on a set of the right tires and call it a day. Oh, you, well, I mean, tires are everything. Right. We I had have, that conversation. I do have, an, I have an, an answer for a general type of car that will be good. I mean, a yeah. car that is good dynamics in the dry should also have good dynamics in a loose surface. You just reduce the amount of grip, right? Yeah, exactly. So you factor into that a car with really wide tires would have a higher tendency to hydroplane compared to a tire with narrow tires and a car with wide tires would help, would go grip 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 break away and the breakaway point would be higher but it would also be more abrupt compared to a car with skinnier tires that would break away earlier but more like progressively so like you definitely want to have a set of tires that's optimized for wet and or cold um, if possible but if not, um, you know, a car that's good in the wet um, is a car that's good in the dry, really, um, and one that doesn't have tires that are too wide to, yeah. to avoid hydroplaning. Fair point. I hope that answers. That's, good. that's a good answer. Right. That's a really good answer. Okay. Thank you, Carol. Yeah. Andrew says- This guy knows his shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh my god, I I don't even know if I can, I can't I can't answer that guy's question. He's asking if a bunch of detailing supplies are a good deal, and I don't fucking know. I'm I not just a detailer. I'm sorry. I hire a guy, and I also think that might be a. He's trying to plug that. <laughs> Just get me to read it. Uh, Todd says, it's a comfy, fun, fast GT car uh, with a six-speed manual. Should I get an Aston DBS or a Ferrari 550 or 575? Uh, I got to answer in Dubai, bro, Habibi voice. Okay. In Dubai, bro, Habibi voice. Okay. Ferrari is also always best. Ferrari is like a, is like a, is like uh, what everybody recognizes, everybody wants it, everybody see it, everybody know it, always has best resale value. Aston DBS is very nice car, it's very nice to drive, sound very good, uh, already depreciated, but will depreciate more because it's <laughs> Aston Martin. <laughs> yeah, no, I would say, I would say, if I mean, first choice um, is a 575 with a stick. Well, 575 with a stick is if you can find one. If you can find yeah, one, you're gonna pay. Teeth. You're gonna pay for it. Yep. It's gonna be expensive. Um, DBS is a lovely, lovely car, um, but it will not hold its value the way a 550 will. Um, I, we talked about it. I, I'm a 550 fan yeah. just from childhood. So to and, and I own an old Aston, yeah. and it's cool. And I wish it was a Ferrari. <laughs> wow. I mean, I wouldn't trade it because it this this it one fits this thing. Well, got, and my yeah. Aston is. Is a special Aston, being Ralph Lauren's car and all the, the, the his his leather that's in it and the conversion to a manual. So like, there's a lot going for this one car. Mm -hmm. But like, if I could snap my fingers and make it become a Ferrari five seven five with a stick, I would, already, I would. I yeah. would in two seconds. You <laughs> know, course. I would in two seconds. Yeah, fair point. Uh, thank you, Todd. Uh, Christopher says, "Do I wish I ever wish I still had the Corvette?" Negative. The negative <laughs> Ghost Rider. It's a Corvette. I uh, yeah. Corvettes are not special. They're That's cool a, sometimes. They're a tool. They're a tool to do a job, but they're not special. And if you had one for 18 years and got rid of it, probably wouldn't miss it too much either. I like vets. <clears throat> I, I like them too. My friend's dad had them growing up, so I saw a, a couple of different, you know, it was a C4, C5, and they're really bitching. Yeah. I don't need to own one. Let no, I, I had one, and know. it served its purpose, right. and, and it was fine, And and but... But I'm I'm over that now. It's one of those things where I'd like to play with it and <laughs> hand back the keys, you know. Yeah, I, I want to try every new Corvette that comes out yep. as part of my job, and then go home. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not with one. Right. Yeah, fair point. I'm excited for the mid-engine car. I I actually I want to see what that's about. I hope it's good. Is it actually happening? Yes, it I is. Mean, it's, no, it's not. They're clearly attempting it to happen. It's mm -hmm. like those prototypes aren't complete bullshit. There's an engine in the back there, and there's things that are yeah. driving around. Like something exists. Maybe, mm -hmm. um, I mean, it may die on the vine. It may take ten years, like the LFA or the NSX. Like, who the fuck knows? But right. I'm excited about it. I would for love sure. to see it. I'd, I would like to see a, a change. Yeah, a change Having in venue. Driven the ZR1 that's out now. They have reached the end of the front engine. There's mm. no, there's no more that they can do from that wow. because, at a certain power level. Front engine cars just feel a certain way. Mid engine cars feel a different way. And at a certain power level, like they're the 700s, mid engine cars are just much more um, stable feeling. Mm -hmm. They don't, you know, they don't rear up on their haunches the way and get light the way front front engine cars do. Hmm. So anyway, uh, Jordan. <laughs> Gave a donation for the wedding. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. And um, documentary recommendations. I'm watching Cocaine Island right now on Netflix. I saw it last night. I didn't watch it though. Yeah, I'm not. I'm. I'm like halfway into it, and I'm still unsure about it. They, I watched, they have. I'm waiting for them to get to the fucking chorus. Frankly, I watched Quincy. 
Oh, it was it was amazing. Okay, Quincy. That guy, like I heard, and I heard about this. I mean, I knew Quincy Jones was amazing, but it was through Christian Hand. Yeah, he's, that he's I went incredible. on a deep dive, and holy shit, this guy has done everything. Yeah, he's behind all kind of shit. Amazing, like <laughs> he is recording. Like the reason we hear the music we hear today in the recording studios we have today is Quincy Jones. Yeah, that's it. I mean, yeah. like without him, there would be nothing that we have today. So. I, w- I watched the thing because I had those midnight feedings and stuff to do with mm. a new baby, and uh, it was it was amazing. All right, I'll Absolutely check that amazing. one. Out. I would check out Quincy. All right, there we go. That's that's a, I haven't uh, seen a new one since the ones I talked about on the last show. And so. another, if you like music, another yeah. one is the Wrecking Crew. Oh, I've watched seen the, the Wrecking. Yeah, crew. we talked about the yeah. Wrecking Crew before. The Wrecking Crew is crazy because I learned that uh, that like. Toto played all of Thriller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and but bad. like, it's got one of the greatest lines, and he was like, "What was the um." Oh fuck not! Nah. Oh, he's like he was talking about bees. Like, he's like I was there and I was reading the lyrics and I was like, "Beat it! What the fuck is this? <laughs> this is never gonna work." <laughs> Very funny. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I like the Wrecking Crew. Uh, Aaron says, uh, "Just bought a 2017 BMW M4 Comp package with one owner. What is the best combo you found with respect to tire size and setup?" I can't say I've tested a lot of tire size and setup on the M4. I can say that the best M4 I've ever driven was the stock one. Uh, every modification I've ever tried on an M4 has made it worse. Wow. Every single one. That's um, a big statement because that yeah. means BMW really did their homework and got it right out the of the cars, box. The car's really nice out of the box and it's ruined with <laughs> modifications. The competition wow. has 19s. I imagine. Uh, Don't some people prefer yeah, 18s? I prefer the smallest wheel you can put on it. The yeah. 18s were really nice. The 19s were, were stiffer. But I, th- I don't know. It might no have sidewall. bigger brakes. I'm not sure nah. about that. Mm. I don't know. I would. I, I haven't. I haven't tried. I, you know, my my hashtag on Twitter is just get the Michelins. <laughs> Where do you land on NTO ones? I don't. I don't land. I've never tried. Really? I haven't tried. Oh. Aren't they like like. Our comps, they're yeah. like race tires, they're right? Like race tires, but, yeah. But they're they're really good, like street and track. They they do both pretty. I've pretty never pretty tried good. them for. I, I may have maybe I did a fucking huh. one take with one. I I couldn't tell you. Okay, I, I'm sorry. Nah. Couldn't tell you. MB is frizzle, but up reg, regular. Uh, got a what does it say? A punched. A punched. Fifteen. What does punched mean? Bored. I'm not, not with, sure what not that means. Fifty mile. I got a fifty mile twenty sixteen. V8S punched. I don't know what that means. Uh, our ECU tunes a bad idea. Uh, if the uh, car is daily driven for winter, about eight eight miles. Um, no, I don't think an ECU tune is a bad idea. I mean, your typical like off the shelf stage one tune yeah. from a company like an APR or a Cobb or um, uh, a company that's got a, a known reputation. Is he? What's V8? Is that a, a V8 Vantage S? I don't. I don't know who I'm, makes. I'm a lost tune. about whatever he asks. I don't know what punched fifty part. mile mean is, but like, um, but he's typically no a conservative off yeah. the shelf tune from a reputable company is not going to be a problem on on anyone's the daily problem, driver. The, the problem that I have with tunes is that if the car isn't turbocharged, you're not getting a whole lot for your money. It's just remapping your throttle response. Yeah, really. which so I mean, save your money if you have a turbo car, spend the money because you're going to notice a big difference. The tune made a difference on my car. On which car? Uh, my uh, Safari. Oh well, that's that's a different 
that's different. That was also to fix an issue. That was like a cold start modification yeah, tune. But also because that is an that's old tech, man. Like, yeah, that's we're talking old tech. Different different animal. All right. Well, maybe Mbie's friendship will clarify this. It's car. not so much for for performance. Uh, in his case, I think he's looking for performance, like hardcore performance, like numbers. Right. Your car, the tune wasn't about bottom line numbers. It was about no, no, making yeah. it run properly. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So, so. Oh, a Continental, Continental G. G. Oh, yeah, Continental. Oh, yeah, right. Um, oh, yeah, Who, whoever makes the fucking Audi tunes. APR makes oh, a APR tune makes for a that. Yeah. One, yeah, there's definitely an off-the-shelf. Jack Cobb. Uh, yeah, because it's basically the Audi V8. So, yeah, I would go with either a Cobb or an APR. Is that car turbocharged? Yeah, it's, a t- it's oh, the four-liter. Do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it. Right the tires right, right off the bat. And it's yeah. the ZF. Yep, do it. <laughs> You're good. Yep. Yeah, dump that tune. Hammer it. You're golden. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Gravity Drift. Devora versus Cayman. GT4 for a mid-engine track toy. I can't answer that. Well, here's the thing. Cayman GT4 is very nice. Mm -hmm. It's very fun. Depends on your track. Because the gearing on the Cayman GT4 is weird. It's that long second with that gap between second and third. So if your home track is short, like call it like Streets Streets of of Willow, Willow, (laughs) you don't want that car because you're going to be continuously frustrated because you're between second and third everywhere. Yeah. Whereas the, um, the Avora 400 has correct gearing for Streets of Willow. I ran my fastest lap ever in the Avora 400. I ran a 26... In the Avora 400 on uh, Streets of Willow. Um, clockwise or counterclockwise? Clockwise. 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 Um, so I think, if I think, look, those are both like really good cars. Um, so, you can't go wrong with either one. But yeah. I think, honestly, I think you're going to have more resale with the Cayman GT4. Uh, could be. They're, they've all, not, now it's like the accepted value is like 85 to 90 is a Cayman GT4's value. I don't know. I think you might want to be different. The, I, I took that Lotus to five track days and I had a really good time driving it. Like, not once. I saw GT4s there. Mm-hmm. I was the only person with an Evora 400 I saw in two weeks. I saw two dozen GT4s. And not once did I go. You know, I wish I was in one of those GT4s. That's, Not once. That's cool. That's nice to have that. That was nice. Yeah. And and it's a matter of preference. Like, one is definitely not better than the other one. Definitely not. Mm-hmm. It's a total matter of preference. But if you're considering buying a GT4, I would absolutely take the time to go drive an Evora 400. I, I just would. Let's uh, try to get to the Lotus show. I will. I have no fucking dog in the fight except to let people know that the, that car isn't a piece of shit because the impression is that Lotuses aren't made well, and that has not been my experience. Right. My experience has been that they are made well, and aside from an initial depreciation hit, they actually they drop real quick, and then they settle there for a really long time. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, an Avora 400 will go from, like, 80 five out the door to like 60 real quick but it'll sit at 60 for a decade you know what i mean yeah yeah so it's 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 got an interesting depreciation curve and they're very nice to drive do you think they'll make a camry with handling by lotus fuck I, you know what i really want what i really want is to get the avora 400 supercharger on a gs350 f sport lexus ah. that's the move because then you'd have, then you'd be fucking. Ah. Yeah. Although they have the V8, so that's good. Uh, let's see. Oh, John Kerry, is that your John Kerry? It is. John Hi, John Kerry. Kerry. Yeah. That's John Kerry with the um, ugly but fast and awesome story. Um, nine old school 911. I yeah, drove his car. Blue back car. In the day. 
Um, JDSW says, I daily in 987 came in mostly town and highway and back road driving and occasional autocross, so everything. Uh, should I buy Pilot Super Sports or Pilot Sport 4S tires? Are there any other options? I have to tell you they're almost exactly the same. Like, yeah. I, I drove them back to back, those two tires, and I couldn't tell the difference. So and even Michelin went like well out of their way to fucking glamify the fact that the truth is they showed a one percent improvement in grip. Wow. So while that matters if you have a stopwatch, fundamentally, um, if they're all other things being considered, they have a fitment for your car, they're the same price. The four S is the newer tire. If they I'd be surprised if they make both. They're still making old super sports in certain sizes as they transition. If they make both, all things being considered, get the 4S. If the 4S is a lot more expensive, get the super sport. You won't notice. The I was going to say price would be dictating the that price. Would, the price yeah. and whether it's available for your car would dictate it. Right. But yeah, Corvette rules. We call it Buy the newest, best one you can afford <laughs> as long as the price is right. <laughs> uh, Matt Hill. Is that oh, I don't know if that's my friend, Matt Hill, but if it is, hi. I don't think it is, though. Um, Corvette C6Z06 or uh, Camaro SS1LE? Hmm. Well, warranty versus no warranty, backseat versus no backseats. These are your dictating measures, right? Yeah. Really? I mean, it is. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to go like this. I don't, doesn't you don't know shit. Camaros? This is the new uh, SS with the handling package. Yeah, no, I've never driven it, so I, I have they no doubt. They do handle well. They do are they? Not, yeah, yeah, they do. They, they look handle, good. Like they, they're really balanced, and they have good steering. They're good, fun to slide. Um, the, you know, it's like driving a hoodie. <laughs> you know, <and> it's <laughs> the, not visibility. The belt line is zero. Visibility yeah. is still bad. It's you're yeah. still like being in a bunker. You know, um, driving a hoodie. I never heard that. That's, yeah, that's if you don't good. need a back seat, just get a vet. You really? Know? Yeah, because the de the experiences are not. It's a front engine, rear drive. Right. You know, similar engines, similar right, well, gearbox, so similar what diff. What about maintenance? costs stuff like that running costs like Look, with an ls7 you have the possibility of the very expensive heads fucking up right like that's a, that's a real possibility with an ls7 so he's asking a very general question but he's you're really looking at an individual car basis at that point okay. whereas he's the alternative is um a brand new car with a warranty <laughs> so yeah then it becomes a financial question you know what i mean right. purely driving Get the vet. Okay. But there's other very real uh, factors. Um, Arash says, opinion of the 2G Eclipse GSX, the second car, or an E46 330 manual, mostly for weekend driving. Okay. You have to understand something, sir. Mitsubishis are terrible vehicles. <laughs> <laughs> They're not good. <laughs> they, uh, um, I would have said the BMW just because yeah. it's not an M. Uh, an E46 330 is a really good value yeah, exactly. for fun and practicality and for a weekend car. They're probably yeah. pretty durable, too. Go look at my video of the spec E46 race car on the track. It's really fun. Really? Great balance. Like 250 horsepower, yeah. light, 27, 2800 pounds. Fucking just, just right on that limit of, of, of understeer and oversteer is right where you want to be, and you can be there all the time. In so, that car. so you just said lightweight, 2700 pounds. That shit doesn't compute. Because your safari car weighs less than that, I and know, it makes the same horsepower. Yeah, but it's on off-road tires. Doesn't matter. So any 911 okay, fully fine. dressed right. is 2,400. Well, you want me to go out on a limb and say no, well, my I'm just safari saying, car is more fun than a BMW E46 no, 330? Because it is. This is strictly a weight 
issue. <laughs> if my fat ass was in both of them, I'd still go. I still go with the Porsche because it's lighter. <laughs> That's uh, all. John likes wants us to know he has a copy of Dirt Bike Kid on Laserdisc. Uh, <laughs> on Laserdisc, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Just spin that one up and watch uh, it. Benjamin says uh, Mountune does not offer a tuner for the one liter Fiesta in the U.S. Nor does Cobb or anyone else. What are my options, John or Ben? Not John. Sorry, Benjamin. <clears throat> Why did you buy the tiny little engine <laughs> and then ask it to make more power? I mean, Ford makes, I think, at least two engines that are bigger than that. that one liter? They do have a one liter. Yeah, no, but it's like one liter. Like what? Well, it's like a, it's a it's, motorcycle. It's an eco engine. Yeah. It's for fuel economy. It's a motorcycle. I've heard motor. they're not terrible. I've no. never driven one, but I've heard they're okay. So why ask it to make more but horsepower? Like, if that's why you bought it. I I just I just yeah. think you should abandon your quest. I mean, I think whatever you're trying to do <laughs> is not worth whatever you're trying <laughs> to do. In the like towel. yeah, like you bought the tiny engine. Yeah. Like just live with that, and then buy an, a car with a bigger engine next time. I mean, I'm not I'm not really trying to be an asshole. Like. Google no, or, Google around. If someone makes a tuner, they'll make a tuner. But if they don't, it's because nobody bought the tiny engine to make it go faster. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, they made an ST this whole time. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, uh, but that's expensive. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's. I mean, I mean, you know, I guess if twenty take you know, the air cleaner out of it. If twenty two grand was expensive, Just take I the guess. air filter element out. <laughs> Can you scroll down a little more, Tim? I'm that's sorry. It, that's all we got, bro. Okay. Uh, can you can you move the window then? Because it's directly behind that mic What's arm. What's faster for the track than the GT3 for the money? Oh, a lot of things. Mm. Uh, let's say a GT. Let's say conservatively a new GT3 uh, costs 165 to 170 100, grand. 150, 160 grand. <clears throat> What's faster? Well, a ZR1 by a lot. Yeah. Um, a GTR is probably faster. Um. For 150 grand, uh, let's see what else would be faster for 150 grand. I would argue that you no, you're not going to get a new. You might be able to get an R8 plus for 150. I don't think you will. I think it's more. But what, baby Lambo, maybe not no. quite that cheap. Mm. Um, uh, well, and I mean, if we're talking lap times. A whole lot of race cars. Yeah, I mean, 150 yeah. grand goes like a really. You could buy. What's a, what's a, what's a 911 turbo cost? That's true. I mean, I mean that's it, probably going to be faster. Yeah, I mean, a, a lightly used turbo would yeah. probably be faster. To truth be told, yeah. Um, a lightly used Huracan would probably be faster, or a lightly used like a four five eight would probably beat a GT. Well, maybe quite, not. But, but you know, are you buying a GT three just to go racing? Well, that's what that's the point, Marco. That's why that you now have taken my argument, my what? argument for manual. Oh, are you buying it just to go racing? You've now uh, adopted no, my no. argument. And here's my counter, my counter to that. <laughs> I can drive my GT3 to the grocery store, and damn, if I'm sitting in traffic, I would like to have that that PDK. I, oh, oh, so you want the race car uh, with the race engine for traffic? I'm just I saying, see. it has, it has uh, two sides I, to every car. I didn't know what I was dealing with. I thought I was dealing with like Logic? fucking. No. Randy Pope's Jr. Oh, no, turns no, no. out, no logic. turns out, you wanted to lap fucking Whole Foods. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't realize. I didn't realize the more enthusiastic option was the Whole Foods parking lot in your PDK. It's all about it's all about versatility, man. Yeah, we live in LA. The best Jeep license plate I've ever seen on a GT3 was like a year ago, and I saw it down by Playa Vista, and it just said G. I said P D K. Why try? <laughs> that was fucking great. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think if, dude, you can get, if you really want to go to the track, 
just get a fucking radical. I mean, a radical, a used radical is like $85,000. Yeah. And you're housing every road car. Pretty much. Period. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. Um, I'll sell you my race car <laughs> for 150 grand. Um, I w- uh, there was, someone suggested an idea that I should put a, like a classic car club type business at Thermal, but only have race cars. Mm. Mm-mm. And that's exactly what I said. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, what, Rash P said other options are fine too. Oh, the other options for oh he was the E forty six guy. Don't buy the Eclipse. That's other your best options option. for less than fifteen thousand or ten thousand. I mean, you're talking about Miatas. You're talking E forty sixes. You're talking Mustangs and Camaros. I mean, if you go on racing junk, you can find a, 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 yeah. a, 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 a F body Camaro with a cage and a big LS in it for probably fucking eight grand. Fifteen grand will get you a lot of car. For a race car, yeah. I mean, we. But, but we he's not talking the, about a race car, though. He's talking about just kind of like a weekend, weekend drive. I don't know. I sorry, I got we yeah. took a hard left into race cars. No, but so I'm, I'm saying like you can get a lot of fun cars for under fifteen grand, right? Um, What's on? Bring a trailer. <laughs> I mean, look, a second car is an emotional thing, right? Like yeah. you get a second car because it, it's something that connects with you, right? So either you're the kind of person who wants to experiment and you just try different shit, in which case. Fucking pick one of those and, and see what see if you like it. If not, get rid of it. Yeah. Or, you know, like for me, my second cars have been like cars I wanted when I was a kid and couldn't exactly. buy, or yes. the DeLorean from from the movie or whatever it was. Like, so it's hard for me when someone just throw out a recommendation for a second car. It's like, well, what resonates with you? Like, what do you want? C10 you know? pickup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Like, do you want a, a fucking block. loud muscle car? <laughs> do you want something European? Like, right. what What do you want to do? You know. So, I, 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 you know what I did? I bought a Volkswagen. I bought a, a 1970 VW Bug, mm. and I'm and I paid less than five grand for the car, and more than five grand for the interior work. Yeah, <laughs> because I mean, it needed an interior and floors and all that other shit. I mean, 15k is a great price point for JDM. Yeah, for or. A, or just a nice old VW driver. Yeah. You could get a like done a GTI car. GTI or something? No. Bug. Beetle. You can oh. get you can get a No, they're a, terrible. No, but that's they're a, awful. They're, they're nice. the worst. They're fun to drive. No, they're shit boxes. Oh, they're the well, worst. They're fucking nightmares. See, again, we you and I are I've gonna, driven like three Beetles. I've hated every one of them. My so first much. car was a Beetle. That doesn't make it good. Yes, it does. Just <laughs> <laughs> it, it will Something never, being your first car does not make it, you it need, good. It's fifty miles an hour everywhere. It's it's fun to drive, makes smile everyone smile. They're cheap to own, cheap I to love maintain. How people talk about a top speed of fifty as a fucking virtue. I love that. I get 40 miles to the gallon in that car. Congratulations. Dude. You top out at 50. <laughs> hey, it'll pass everything on the street as long as it's, you know, as long as they're all in the gas station. Uh, that Sherp thing I drove with the giant tires gets 25 miles to the gallon. And people are like, what? I'm like, well, it goes 30. So, yeah. And up anything. Yeah. yeah. But, no, I no. mean, look, you know, for 15 grand, you have a lot of choices. There go are. with your heart. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think if you could go if you go into the 80s, you get an old GTI or an old hatchback that's yeah. fun. Or I think there's a lot of options for the JDM. If you're willing to drive on the right side of the car, which itself is its own fun novelty. It's awesome. I enjoy I driving it. on the right yeah. side. I think it's a good time. Like a Skyline GTST, which is an inline, a two and a half liter inline six cylinder, rear drive, five speed manual turbo car. How's that not a good thing? Is fun as shit. And they're like, Twelve thousand dollars because they're not GTRs. Nobody cares. Oh. the ones that aren't GTRs, nobody gives a fuck. And about. they're dirt cheap. 
Yeah. Amazing. Call Sean Morris, dude. Get yourself a Skyline GTSD sedan. No right shit. Hand. Yeah. Huh. Right. Dude, you can go like 250 horsepower, inline six, manual, right-hand drive, Skyline. The best cars are right-hand drive. They're like 12 Gs. They cost nothing. Yeah. Yeah, they're being, awesome. Being single, just a little, little side side note, being single with a right-hand drive car is great. You can pull up to a stoplight and oh, literally roll so, the window and just what's up the driver on the, point. oh, dude, the ladies love a right-hand drive car. Very good, sir. Speak from experience. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Last one. Sam Smith says, I have a 66 Mustang. Oh, it's not Sam. I'm sorry. Sean Smith. <laughs> I was like, Sam Smith? What's going on You're here? pulling it down, man. I'm going to see Sam Smith soon. I'm excited. I have a 66 Mustang GT Coupe automatic. I want to sell it. and was planning on getting a 67 to 70 Fastback 4-speed. Uh, is there a, a, a classic 911 option under 40000 to enjoy as an alternative? I think so. Yes, absolutely, hundred percent. SCs? No. Uh, uh, okay. Yes. What, what are people? What, what do you? What do you say? What's the forty thousand dollar nine eleven look like? Or the thirty five thousand dollar? I would say find a good running seventy four or seventy five bone stock, bone stock seventy four or five. Why those years? Well, if he's in California, it's smog exempt. Oh. That's always a key. I always start there, right? Mm -hmm. What's smog exempt? Then go from there. SCs are fantastic. Or um, not, we do have a large percentage of our audience in California, but let's assume he's not in California. What's your next move? Uh, 78, 79 SC. Pre-Lambda. Pre-Lambda. What the fuck is that? Lambda is a very archaic form of electronic fuel injection that is attached on top of a CIS system. Uh-huh. And it's just unnecessarily complicated. Uh. But I mean, it works. It works yeah. really well, but... The 78, like 79 you don't cars. Want one. No, no, they're fine. <laughs> they're fine. Uh, they're good cars. It's just the 78, 79 being an, is more analog, right? And I will always go towards analog if I can. My uh, DeLorean had a Lambda light on the dash. I never fucking knew what it was. What I don't know how it works in a DeLorean. Well, it had the DeLorean had uh, you know PRV V6, but with a Bosch uh, K Jetronic injection, okay. which I think is similar to what I have it's in the exact, 911, right? Uh, no, or, no, no. Uh, K Jetronic is going to be a CIS system. Okay. Well, it had a fucking Lambda light. Uh, right, <laughs> right, right, right. But what that. is it when it lit up? What did it mean? I don't know. Fuck. <laughs> Tim, can you just real quick Google DeLorean Lambda warning light? And that's spelled L-A-M-B-D-A. Yeah. So, um, so, so, like, you know, turbos had Lambda in the 80s. Um, you know, SCs had the Lambda system. Essentially, it's emissions, right? It's emissions controls. And it's trying to keep the car at f as close to 14.8 to 1 air-fuel ratio as possible, because that's Lambda 1, right? So we find, did you see it? No. We have a wonderful photo of, of lights. Of a gauge cluster. See the yeah. top right? Okay. Uh, <laughs> great. I don't know what it means. No. Maybe it's like so, check so your oxygen sensors or something. Proof that it exists. Yeah. But maybe it does. It might mean uh, I don't maybe, yeah. It might mean you have a fouled O2 sensor. Yeah, Porsche has the light that comes on after a certain amount of mileage, you just click the dash and it goes off. <laughs> the Ferraris have the uh slow down light. Have you seen that one? Never. It's uh I I think it's a catalytic temperature catalytic converter temperature sensor pretty much. Oh, if cool. the cats overheat, it says to slow down. <laughs> the irony is it doesn't um, Ever overheat work. when you are going fast. It overheats like in traffic. Oh, <laughs> like, good. <laughs> so slowing down is like, what you really have to do actually is speed up like half the time. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. Yeah, so, for, you know, I mean, an SC 
is a great way to get in under 35, mm. under, under 40 grand. I mean, really good SCs are clearing 45, 50 grand. Yeah. Like low mileage, pristine examples. But I mean, a run of the mill driver, you could get between 28 and 36. You know, I know a guy who's looking at one right now is for 27. You That's know? cheap. It's, it's yeah, very inexpensive. Cheap. I think that no matter what happens, he can come out ahead. It's you pretty know? good. He'll get his money back out of yeah. it. So but buy just, a 78, 79. Just be warned. If, yeah. Uh, I mean, look, if seven, you might end up you might end up having to go to Marco and get a new engine. But, but, you know, is. the thing about 911s from the 70s, 74 to 77, the magnesium case cars, um, actually more like 75 and later, they had the thermal reactor problem, which caused overheating of the engine case, which pulled head studs and so on and so forth. And they got this really bad wrap, right? But if the car had all that crap removed and the temperatures have been maintained and kept low then the magnesium is pretty okay and it won't pull itself apart. What it, have people replaced those engines by with now not they, magnesium engines? Well, no, by now the, the magnesium motors have been replaced or rebuilt with, oh, with, with like, all the stuff that they need in order yeah. to survive. Okay, cool. You know, right. But like, you know, building a mag motor is expensive. Building an aluminum okay. motor is less expensive. Right. Okay. So anyway. Beware. Yeah. Look, <laughs> I mean, with everything, with old. It's not a cheap hobby. It's not. But Porsches you know are what, not dude? expensive. Uh, yeah. I mean, not inexpensive. Not, no, me. but I was just hanging out with fucking Matt D'Andrea, who's, who's doing his, a Fox Body project. Motherfucker's deep into the six figures in this oh, Fox Body project. Easy. And it's all like, oh, Mustangs, like, pff, cheap, nothing. Still like, doing a live axle, or did he actually make it a uh, four-link independent? Mean, he told me all the shit today, and I honestly, I can't even remember. It's like, it's too much. Well, he's the motorator, so I'm sure he's, he's doing like IRS conversion. It's a supercharged. Well, he has two different cars. He has two, and I'm not sure which was which, but it was a supercharger, but it also has like air conditioning and it's got this other stuff. So he was having trouble with this like modern. Oh, didn't he have a Cobra? It's a Cobra. It's the Cobra. It's he's Cobra. still working on that fucking yeah. thing. Yeah. Oh my God. He's had that thing for like 10 years. Yeah, it's, you know, it's been a long <laughs> time. Oh man. Yeah. But it was like a pile when he bought it though. Like, I mean, he's allegedly it way. will be nice when it's done, but, but it's taken him quite some time. Because it was, it, from what I remember, it was pretty bad when he got it. And he's like so. saving this car from destruction. Well, he's beyond saving it from destruction. It's real, it's real sick now. Oh, but good. It's, okay. It's like, you know, it's like 95% done. Forever. Perpetually. Yeah, yeah, you know forever. I mean? Well, you know, I mean, the last 10% is the hardest yeah. part of a project. Yeah, yeah. The drive it, break it, fix it, you mm -hmm. know, is another, that's a whole other. It takes you, know. you a year to build a car, and it takes you another year to, to, to finish the 10%. Yeah, 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 definitely. It's just right. how it goes. That's uh, Marco Girassi from uh, TLG Auto, folks. He did my motor, and he can do yours, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got a lot of them on the stand Porsche right shit now. in LA. He's the fucking dude. And, uh, and I say that. Uh, as a customer who's a very very satisfied with my product how's the oil consumption it's good it's fine it's nil yeah. um yeah it's moved a very little bit but not ba basically yeah basically nothing cool it's great it's very nice because that's the, what we were trying to fix yeah you know when i uh i didn't really pay super super close attention to how where it was when i got it back from you after the the valve adjustment so i don't actually i can't say I, it looks fine it's that it's it's you know where it's supposed to be i'm not worried check it once a month <laughs> i i will continue to drive this vehicle um although i've got i've had a lot of travel and a lot of press cars so i haven't had as much time to drive it as i've wanted but it's it's waiting for me and ready to go i want to see some sideways sliding and shit i want to Come as well on, i wish that i wish i didn't have to drive fucking two and a half hours out to the middle of nowhere to do that shit it's not 
it's not easy when you have yeah. like a business to run to, to go to the I, desert. But I don't work on my own cars. Now it's got this clear bra too. It's sick. Yeah, it looked it's like they took. What did they take the whole sick. car apart? Right. Oh my god, this guy Chris West and Expel. Like, they, there's a video I have and. And I realize it's like the video's like mildly shilly. It, it, but they hooked it up. They did a, this. The, it's worth looking at the video because the guy did this, this incredible job. It's mm-hmm. so so like amazing. every surface. I remember every surface. Yeah. It's so great. He did and a I good got, job. And I got a new windshield. Oh really? Yeah, which chipped the first day. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's you how that. Me, yeah. That's how it goes, though. Eh, welcome that's to LA. Um, TLG Auto on Instagram. Is it TLG underscore auto? It is. TLG underscore auto on Instagram. And if you're into uh, nerdy watch shit like uh, like me and Marco are, his other watch Instagram is wristwatch underscore rabbit hole. Really living that underscore lifestyle. Yeah, you really are capitalizing on the underscore game. I mean, it's there. You might as well use it. Yeah. Yeah, there's actually like a TLG auto that's not underscore, and it's like some Serbian it? fucking Habibi. bumper. Yeah. I sell to you. I sell to you very cheap. I, I think they're Russian. Oh. Ser- Serbian is, is more Russian. Habibi. <laughs> I only do one accent. He goes one accent, bro. Speaking of, uh, we need to get fucking Bozy. If you're listening to this show, get on the show. That's my. He's my fucking favorite Serbian. Yeah. Oh, Bozy. you told me about that guy. He's yeah. the guy who found the shipping manifest. He finds right? everything. That guy's a baller. Bozy's the king. Yeah. He has an open invite to come on the show. Um, oh, good retention on this one. Yeah. The audience is into it. You must have done good. <laughs> Quality retention. <laughs> Huh? Oh, stream quality bad? That's, That's always different. like that. Don't worry about oh, yeah? it. That's a different thing. That's nothing right. to do with content. Stream quality doesn't mean we suck at doing radio. It just means there's a potential for buffering. I was going to say, like, I am not an, an interesting guest. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, quality of content, bad. Yeah, exactly. Yes, wow, YouTube right. is smarter than I thought. Yeah. Uh, all right. Sorry, I don't have anything to plug or anything to show you. That's I am, okay. Uh, I don't. I didn't need you to I just show. thought we were going to come in and talk about your car. So. Oh, we did, did we? Barely. Like, and that's great. I, I don't. I don't need. I don't Let's talk want about this, this fucking wine, show man. to be the Matt's cars show. I. It happens in the natural course of conversation anyway. I don't like to plan it. No, I. I feel that like just because the you know it was sort of like a follow up to the motor project that like it works. Great. Congratulations. Hey, I did. You did I... the thing you do. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. No, I have no complaints about the motor. Hey, it's I fucking it. happy and snappy, and it doesn't stall anymore, and it doesn't burn oil. And thanks for and the Google makes, review. It makes good. Didn't I write you a good? You did. You did. I wrote Thank you a good you for Google that. review. I, I appreciate think I that. did. Yeah, I, I wrote you a Google review, and uh, I'm I I was anyone who asks, I will send to you because I think you do a great job. Thank I you. I have for no that. problem shilling for you. <laughs> Fucking objectivity, fuck that. No, no, that is not objective. I'm a customer. You are a paying customer. Yeah, I'm a customer. yeah. I am. paying I customer, have, man. I have no problem with this, my friend. No free rides, brother. There aren't. Ask Cass or Grass. No rides for free. <laughs> with that, yeah. All right, Swing Tire Podcast, Shout Engine, etc. Get, your, Get own. your own. Also, yeah. there when you do the thing. Also, on catch us on YouTube. Don't you need something to talk about? Sometimes, yeah. Apparently, sometimes not either. Just um, a bottle of wine. I'll take you there. No, I, I, and 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 now, furthermore, I'm gonna look at my calendar just before we wipe this out because I'm gonna see what are. I think we cool, might man. not have any more shows before the wedding. I think this oh. is it. Oh, and I think we're hey. all. I think we're taking off um, for the end of this week and the beginning of next week because I'm getting fucking married. Congratulations to, to you, Thank man. You. That's yeah, awesome. Buddy. Thank That's you. Awesome. Um, and we'll and be, condolences to Hannah. 
Yeah, I'm so sorry for him. <laughs> um, I think after this, we're going to be back on the week of April 29th after I come back from my um, pre-honeymoon. Where's the honey? Where's the pre-honeymoon? Wedding's or? in New York. Right. Then we go for a couple of days to uh, my folks' place in South Carolina, which is the best place on the world to do nothing. Cool. Uh, like Turtle Bay or whatever. It's, it's near Hilton Head, but it's not on Hilton Head, yeah. and it's just like... So far in the middle of nowhere that you have no choice but to to chill and yes. do nothing, and then uh, I'm coming back, and then the real honeymoon is actually we're going to Tuscany at the end of May. Oh, solid! Which will be shitty. <laughs> no, I mean, it's be awesome. It sucks in July. We're not going in July. We're going the last week in May. No, I know. It'll be beautiful. It'll be amazing. Yeah. I went in July. Big dumb idiot. Yeah, it's probably hot. <laughs> it was so bad. Yeah, no, we're going to a cooking Worst. school. We're learning to make we're learning to make Italian food. That's so in, right up uh, your alley, though. Yeah, it's gonna be great. But nice. in between the wedding and then, I'm going. I'm driving the 600 LT. I'm driving the new Supra in I think Washington D.C. So been there. There's things. I lived in D.C. <sighs> not you. There's not much driving in the district. No, but when it's you get track. outside of the district, it's not. It's like in Virginia somewhere. Yeah, I'm yeah. Flying to D.C. But, but like outside of the district in Bethesda and places beyond into Maryland and stuff, it's beautiful. Good, actually, pretty decent it driving. Is where. I don't, I didn't write where it is. I think it, it's not at Summit Point, but it's at some track, I think, in Virginia. It's not VIR. It's a track I've never heard of, like a private track, but whatever. That's cool. But that's the thing. Uh, we'll be back um, when I'm married. <laughs> uh, you walk in like this. Ha happy April. <laughs>